You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Time of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We are coming to you large and in charge. Monday, 22nd of November, I believe, 2021. Sydney, maybe the eastern seaboard, I'm not sure, but in the midst of a, I'll call it a mini rain bender. It's a little rain bender. Um, strange times going on at the moment in the world of sport. We almost fucking thought we'd just do a bloody Ricky Ponning podcast on the Monday thinking there wasn't going to be anything happening. Well, how wrong we were. How wrong we were. How wrong we were. <laughs> how wrong we were, Tom. We had to come in. Yeah. And appease the pun around the dribbler, but yep. also get a few things off our collective minds. Mm. So we'll get to that. Yeah, we, we, we'll get to it. You are right. We're in the midst of, I would classify this as a, a mini rain bender. Mm. Now, some may say, what classifies a rain bender? Well, I would say that it needs to go for, for a bit longer than it's gone. Yeah, and probably a bit heavier. And a bit heavier. That's exactly right, Tom. It's been a bit light for mine. Yeah. In terms of classifying it as a rain bender. I did get down to Mollymook on the weekend, though. So I've had rain Friday through to... Well, it wasn't raining this morning, but I've had Friday, Saturday, Sunday under, you know, under the clouds. Yes. Well, it's been, that's how it's been in Sydney as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You didn't miss any rain. Good. Oh, you didn't miss any sunshine. Yeah. It was well, raining all weekend. look, to be honest, I'll be honest, I wasn't really looking for it. I enjoy it when it rains. I love a rain bender. I love, I love rain benders. My sister's come back from New York, though, uh, like two weeks ago or 14 days ago, and she's probably had like... An accumulative, like, 15 minutes of sunshine since she's been back here. Well, Thursday was a rip snorter. Yeah. So she can, you know. Well, she's, like, she's back here. Well, there's one out of fucking 15 days. There's one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's one there. Yeah. yeah. It's not exactly kid off down at the beach situation. She's still working. So it's like. Look, I'm not a meteorologist, obviously. I think we're going La Nina again. That's what I was about to say. Feels like we're La Nina up. Because they were like, yeah, it's going to happen. Well, some <laughs> things are going to happen for it definitely to happen. Now I'm like, I think it's fucking happening. Feels like, it feels like it's definitely happening. Mm. If it's not happening, then what the fuck is it? It's La Nina, bro. Uh, which isn't good for cricket. But there's plenty more that isn't good for cricket at the moment. And again, as we said, we will get to it. Now, quick shout out to the punter and the dribbler for going the big lift in helping us secure the greatest batsman this country's produced after Sir Donald Bradman and Ricky Ponting. That's right. That was a great time for us yeah. we had a great time interview is now up on youtube and on podcasts hope you have listened to it already or listening to it enjoying it whatever thanks to ricky for coming on obviously there is some value that we've baked in for the punter and the dribbler and that's 20 percent off at pontingwines.com that's exactly right pontingwines.com promo code is dribbler 20 percent off make smart decisions yeah. it's actually a terrific wine it's fucking great wine. ricky obviously a terrific bloke uh, I think that he fucking obviously was... Obviously now a terrific friend. Terrific friend, but I think, having looked back at that clip, and I don't know about everyone else, but I feel like we seriously could be in a pooch syndicate with Ricky Ponting before too long. We are. He said we were. I know, but that's what I'm like judging. You know, like he could have just been... He was obviously being friendly and affable and, you know, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I think he really, really wants to be mates and wants I, to be in a pooch I, syndicate. I came away from that interview thinking to myself, A, I'm pretty sure I've got like a new really close friend. Yeah. B, I now think that 
you know, in the next 18 months, I'll be in part ownership of a greyhound with Ricky Ponting. With my best mate, Ricky with Ponting. With my best mate, Ricky Ponting. And see, I see us playing either Elliston or Dubbo Golf Club course together. Yeah. Maybe both. Not too distant future. Maybe both. Mm. Did you get that same sense? I got that vibe that he was like, "Oh yeah, okay. Oh, these I, guys I, like to these guys like to punt and fucking play yeah. golf as well." I got the sense that Ricky was after a new mate or mm. new mates. New mates, plural. And I feel like he's now got them. Yeah, you're never too old to make new friends. Never too old to try new things. Why doesn't he try new things with new mates? Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Ricky seems like an adventurous sort of soul. I think so. You know, yeah. someone who's prepared to, you know, put himself out of his comfort zone. Not to say that we aren't uncomfortable guys. No, we're not uncomfortable at all. But, you know, you're, there's, you're always out of your, your comfort zone a little bit with people you don't know. It's, it's just like, about how skillful we are at making you feel comfortable immediately. Exactly. It's like if you're going out to dinner with your wife's fucking workmate and her husband... You don't really know the workmate and you don't know the you husband. You definitely don't know the husband. And you don't want to go. I'll tell you that. You don't, of course you don't want to go. You don't go. want to go. Of course you don't want to go. You might have a couple of scotches before you go just to try and loosen you up. Yeah. Now, if you go to that dinner and that bloke is a shit yarner and he doesn't make you feel comfortable, you're in for a long night. I'll tell you who I had that exact experience with. We're the opposite of that, Tom. Yeah, we are the opposite of that. We'll make you feel as comfortable as comfortable gets. Jack Freeman, friend of the show. Yep. Now, obviously, he... A couple, like, you know, not with his uh, fiance, but there was... Girlfriend a, at the time. Girlfriend at the time. Well, there was a time when he was with, yeah, a girlfriend, different lady. Well, he's got a fiance now. It's his, it was his girlfriend at the time. I'm saying, no, this is when I first met Jack. He had a different girlfriend. And I didn't know him from a bar of soap. I'd never heard of him. That's what I'm saying. His girlfriend at the oh, time. Oh, sorry. I thought you were like, I thought you were like, his fiance was once his girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that no, is the I'm case. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying yeah. at that time yeah, yeah, in yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His girlfriend his at girlfriend. that point. Yeah. And I didn't know. Obviously, I knew his, uh, his girlfriend at the time. She was good <laughs> friends with Steph. But it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to this like night market or some shit with. Um, like a noodle market? Something like that. And I was like, I don't know who this dude is. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> He's just like, oh, great fucking got to go and interact and then we actually just got on a meet he was one of those dudes where it was like oh i get on with this guy straight away this is a dream scenario then they broke up so now it's like fucking dream scenario for you well it was but you know it's like when you've got that doesn't always happen no but you know when you've got like uh your mates misses or like what is it so your missus you get on with your missus friends boyfriends or husbands and that sort of shit like that's the dream scenario so then whenever you go to these fucking things that you don't know, know anyone you've got some mates there Shout out to Dim as well, Manly fan. Also a fucking, he's someone I met through those sort of circumstances. But we're still pals now and we're fucking, that's a good one as well. But when you don't, when they're not cool, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It, you, you it's want, legwork city. You want the dream scenario wherever you can find it. Yeah. Oh, I've got it going on pretty well at the moment. Yeah, like, you fucking Molly Mook set up. Holy Ella shit. Ella's best friend, Steph, goes out with... One of our very good really, friends, really Dart, good too. So that, like, thanks for coming. I just see your videos of you guys away at Mullenwick and I'm like, they're just, looks like no place in the world I'd rather be. Just well, down there. Well, it would have been nice to have you, mate. Well, I mean, listen. But obviously. There's no way that that's possible. There's, no <laughs> there's just no way that's possible. Yeah. Well, that's um, your life. That's no, exactly. No, that's true. That's fine. That's my life now. That's this my is life. our friendship. You know what I mean? On the couch, working. Yeah. Yep. Then, then there's a different friendship where you're in Donald Trump masks, just fucking <laughs> ripping and tearing. Um, he, he bought the, like, I'm like, what? Did he just bring that for the weekend? He bought it. 
Like purchased. He purchased it. But while you were down there? Yeah. Why? I don't know. He that's, didn't even know himself. Yeah, He's but that's like a, a, such a fucking judge. That's purchase. such a judge purchase. For those of you not It was sure. pretty funny though. It was. that He just bought a rubber Trump mask. There's something funny about masks that like wig your brain out for a second. Like you know that it's a mask, but it's like... You're expecting just like... It just what throws you for a moment. Yep. So, you know, you can get up to some fucking funny stuff with that. Oh, uh, there's some lols to be had there's with there, the there fucking was, Trump there mask. there were lols that we had. There's lols to be had. I lolled just even in some of the videos you were sending through. Um, fucking funny. Where were we? Best mates, Ricky Ponning. <laughs> Trump masks. Best Trump mates, masks. Ricky Ponning. Promo codes. Uh, genuinely though, go check out pottingwines.com, promo code dribblers, you'll get 20% off. It's fucking good wine, dude. It's good wine. And also, it's going to only help us because punters going to be like, these guys really are my best mates. Look at all of their mates they're recommending their fucking wine to. Like, wow, these guys really are yeah. fucking some like of my best mates. Like, if you want to strengthen our relationship with Ricky... Which, the, which is sort of strengthening their relationship with Ricky. To the well. point where I wouldn't rule out a sleepover if things go well. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, top and tails. Top and tails. On the couch. Fucking, we'll sit there up all night drinking his wine and flipping coins. Well, Ricky's probably got a king-size bed, right? So I could see the three of us in there. I wouldn't be... Look, his beautiful wife in there. Not we. He's, I think she'd probably be like, you know what? Ricky's got friends over. I'm going to go and sleep in the guest wing. Or I'll go stay with my parents. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. guest wing. So basically, it's us three in bed. Yeah, top and tails. Top and tails. You, I, and Ricky could fit in a king easy. Comfortably, with room to move. Would well, he be in the middle? Yeah, I think so. I think so, in a Hello Sports sandwich. And we've got room for the wines. Yep. We've got a big screen TV like this to play some of his highlights. That's all we'd do. And we've got plenty of room to flip a coin. Yeah. Because he, he, we already know that he wants to go again. Yeah. He's furious he lost 3-2. Well, that's it. If you haven't, if you haven't heard the, the Ponting podcast, we do take him on in coin toss because he's the greatest coin tossing captain in the cricket of his in the history of cricket, not the cricket of history. No one's won more tosses than him. But no one's got a better record over Ricky Ponting than we currently do in the coin toss. Which so. is hundred percent. In series. That's all I care about. Yeah. We sat down for a series. We won the series. We're the best. What else matters? Nothing. Nothing else matters as Kansas City go in. I, uh, so Molly Mook was good. Molly Mook was nice. Great. Was there anything in particular? You, you bunched in a bunch of dribbles and a box, eh? Yeah. Nipped into the, uh, the Milton Hotel or the Milton Star or the something, whatever, mm. just for a couple of quiet scoops, Jarch and I, just after we'd fucking done a little bit of shopping. I was like, we'll get a reward. We'll reward ourselves with a, with a scoop. Walked in and like went, st- I sort of went, went straight to the toilet. As I was walking, I'm like, I'd, I'd done a quick scan of the surroundings and my immediate thought was, I feel like there were some dribblers there. <laughs> Your spidey sense went up. It just my spidey sense went up. It wasn't anything in particular other than like maybe it just something flat. Some dribblers will give off a vibe. Went back out and then I'm like, okay, we are on here. We're There's on a couple here. of punters and dribblers hats. hats. The bucks, the buck like came over. He's got like, he's like chained to a fucking weight and shit, like real dribbly buck shit <laughs> buck shit um, put a bullet in my head before you fucking ruin my day on the buck strip like if, I've, if I'm the buck you yeah but well you've just got to cop it though mate yeah well I don't have to I'm already married so yeah but you would have I would have yeah but you've avoided it because you've got no ticker um, 
he came up and was dribbling and yarning and we had, there was plenty of come-ons done. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know the drill. Oh, I, saw, I, I did like three or four come-ons, yeah. put it that way. Well, you had to, mate. Had to. you got to fucking answer the call. Mate, but if the boys, fucking... The boys had gone pretty hard. They were up to like seven, eight o'clock at the caravan park giving it a proper nudge. So yeah, okay. I don't think many of them had slept. Right, nice, nice. But there was a good energy. And they matters. were getting shipped out some Chinese. The buck was going through some fried rice and a couple of spring rolls when I left. So he was looking after himself. Well, he needs making to, Making right? smart decisions. Making smart decisions. Line the tummy. Getting lined. Well, the tummy getting lined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but shout out to those boys. Definitely. Sorry we didn't make it out later to the other Della Hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you make promises, eh? Well, they were inboxing us. Well, we got bogged down. Yeah. Um, couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. No, no, I get it. I get, get it. That? That's, yeah, that's the way it goes. But had a great fucking weekend. Molly Mook's a hell of a place. Molly Mook is a hell of a place. Hell of a place. I didn't mind that it was raining. The girls were a bit pissed off because they wanted to go to the beach. Yeah. But fuck it. I was Did you get cool. in the ocean at all? Or? Nope. It was raining. Well, yeah, I know, but you might and be it was like, cold. fuck it, hung over. I'm just going to jump in the water. Cold. It's raining. good when you're hung over, though. Were you on the water? Yeah, close. When you're hung over, dude, you go and just jump in. I wasn't hung over. To be honest, you are fresh, considering I know what you're well, doing. I've been getting less hung over lately, punters and dribblers. I don't know what's what's going on. Maybe you're like fucking. Maybe you're like an X Men. I don't know. I've been Is that your up, power? I've been waking up fresh a lot of the time. Is your X Men power that you just don't get hung anymore? Maybe. What a power to have. But seriously, like, I feel like that might be the case. I mean, listen, I haven't seen enough of you not hung over to believe that because I've certainly seen more of you. I'm just saying if you take the last month as a sample. Uh, yeah, I would say that's not the case then. I I've been I delivering. I wouldn't sign off on your ex. No, Monday, stars. but Monday morning is not hung over. That's like, I'm so flat. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that's not the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Hung over is like headache, vomit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounced. Bounced. As, mon as opposed to Monday, which is like... Flat, sad. Flat, sad. Anxious. Why do we do this at 7.30? <laughs> yeah, why, why don't we do this at 12.30 yeah. or like 2.30? Yeah. Why don't I get Monday morning off? Yeah. Why is it 7.30 again? Yeah. Why do I have to get up at 6 fucking 30 on a Monday morning? Yeah. Why am I flat? I haven't slept enough. Yeah, why? Why was I up till 11.15 last night on when YouTube I knew I was when I could have gone to sleep at 10.30 and made smarter decisions? Yeah. Why? Why? That's, That's a Monday. Different. That's a Monday. That's different. Yeah, no, it is different. Um, well, I don't have too much to report. Thick ropes obviously rained off, so we just went to the pub. Cool. Um, shout out to the Nelson. No sponsorship arrangement there. Just, you know, just wanted to let them know. Appreciate them. Um, I'm a champagne guy now. I'm like officially a champagne guy. I've hated champagne my whole life until like... Till when? I had some nice champagne maybe a couple of months ago where I was like, oh, okay. I had it because of the occasion. It's the only time you... It's like you sit home and crack a champagne at the end of the day. Unless you're like a fucking grandma. Um, so I had some sort of like occasion-based champagne, which was lovely. And then on the weekend, I had some again and I was like, okay, I'm here now. I'm, like I had a fucking... I basically had like a bottle of champagne. Saturday. Funny when things come into your life. Like I can, I used to hate champagne. You used to think it was too bubbly, didn't like the taste. Now I can drink it. It mm. gets you pretty tiddly. It's it cool. does. It gets you. Ooh. Same with scotch. I was like, yeah, I don't mind scotch, but now I like love scotch. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whiskey Scott, dick. Scotch whiskey pissed is so good. It's nice. Well, you also don't need much. You just need a little. No, you don't need much at all. to be like tiddly and like warmed up and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Powerful. It's powerful stuff. Shout out to 
scotch and champagne. Um, Eddie, I don't know if there's much. I think we need to get into... You know, I think we've been prolonging the inevitable here, you know? Like, there's obviously big news in the world of Australian cricket that I think we need to address. I don't think it's bigger than big. Is it bigger than Ben Hur? Uh, dude, I think it's bigger than Ben Hur. I don't even know the fuck Ben Hur was. No, I think Ben Hur was a huge film back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it was, so it was, if it was bigger than Ben Hur, it was fucking massive because it was such a big film. Is that why? I think so. So, so Ben Hur, not a big human? I don't think so. I think Ben Hur is a movie about Ben Hur, who was a human, but I don't think he was particularly big. Right. Um, I believe he was an average sized human, but yeah, movie from 1959. But was he hung like a rogue elephant? Well, I don't think it's, <laughs> you don't say hung like Ben Hur, because that'd be a different question. But or you a different say bigger. Well, you can, but bigger, you know, like you were thinking the size of him tall wise, not the size of his cock. Could have been like, I don't know, misrepresented through the ages. Right, so it was actually about his dick, not his height. I don't know. I'm asking the question. No, well, I'm telling you it's about a movie. And well, Dave, yeah, believe. the movie in 1962, I think, uh, was made uh, for $15 million, which today is worth like $130 million. So pretty, yeah, not pretty that big. big. Well, well, it is they, do, they do movies for two hundred now. Yeah, but now they didn't do. And they're not like movies back blah, then. Blah, blah, blah. They had to like get shitloads of horses and stuff and build a whole bloody Roman thing back then. Yeah, no, Eddie's Eddie's being a hater on Ben Hur, and that's not fucking cool, and we won't stand for it on this show. And so I am going to have to step in here and silence him because fifteen million in nineteen sixty. Yeah, the two equivalent today of one twenty. I'm saying like that doesn't. That's not big. Now, that's all I'm saying. Right. And you know what, Eddie? It's not big now, but that's not the point. It's a saying because it was a saying. Because it is a saying. Now, you are the one that is fucking still saying it. So you want to fucking criticise Ben-Hur while you keep putting Ben-Hur in fucking headlights. It was the costliest film ever made at that time. Bang. By how much? Um... I don't know. If it was marginal, then I'm like, what the fuck are we on about? Right, it needed to be a couple of mil. <laughs> it needed to be like 40% to, for the saying to be so palpable. Right. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I guess so. I guess if it's like a difference of one mil, you know, but it's the time. Like for it to have cut through, and I'm still using it, mm. it needed to have been significantly bigger than anything else. Funny, keeping up with the Joneses as a saying was the thing, which is like, you know, you're just trying to keep up with the neighbour, I guess. It's sort of like the Joneses was there. Yeah. And then it the became, Joneses were the trendsetters. Yeah, and then it became the Kardashians. And when, it, when the Kardashian thing started, I was like, it sounded wrong to me because of the fact that I'd always heard keeping up with the Joneses. Now, Kardashians makes more sense to me. I still use keeping up with the Joneses. I don't say any of it, but when I hear Joneses... Keeping up the Kardashians is in reference to the show. Keeping up the Joneses is a saying. Obviously. Yeah. But the name of the show is in reference to the saying. Maybe. Well, no, it 100% is. The name of the Kardashians show is in reference to the saying, keeping up with the Joneses. Or maybe it's just like, keep up with us. Like, what we're doing. No. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that Australian cricket needs us to get to the issues at hand... But also, just to ASAP. go in to bat for Ben-Hur, it broke its own record for the most expensive film. The 1925 silent version, Ben-Hur, A Tale of Christ, was the record holder before that. How the fuck did silent movies get through? Because that was the best thing anyone had ever seen I know, at the time. I know. I just don't even understand how you did it. 
What I don't understand about silent films is I would have thought that sound would have predated video. Maybe it was the mashing of the two that was that they couldn't do. Surely you can just get like a CD player or like not. Yeah, yeah, oh, surely, right. Okay, surely. And CD, just sit it next CD to player in 1920. Not a CD player, you know what I mean. <laughs> record, yeah, like player. Record, record player. Well, yeah, but you'd have Silent to like record. record, you'd have to overdub all the like dialogue and shit so it On matches millions perfectly. of records timed yeah. perfectly. You yeah. could just have like a soundtrack though. Well, that's you? what silent films were. Silent films had like music. playing oh, a piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they're talking. Yeah. Should we talk cricket? I think we have to, dude. I'm going to fucking lose it. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Okay, so this is where we're at, punters, dribblers. I believe Friday around 2 p.m. I Actually, we got a DM from some guy going, this thing's about to 
this thing's about to break. I got it on good authority that Tim Payne's fucking got about to do a press conference. He'd been shooting off dick pics, been caught, blah, blah, blah. I was like, bull shit. This is just dribbler bullshit fucking going around like those dumb text messages you see. Sure enough, like five minutes later, this dribbler, you know, delivered on his fucking dribble. But I feel like, Eddie, there's a couple of ways we need to look at this situation or to try and break it down. And it's a similar way to the way we did with the sandpaper gate. I feel like we look at the action... Like, so what's what he did, what T-Pain did, the context around it. And then I guess like what has happened, like the, blo- the fallout, the, blow, the, the blowback. Mm. So for those of you that don't know, living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, Australian captain, former Australian captain, Tim Payne, on the eve of the ashes, news came out that he was sexting someone and sent a photo of his penis, which we unfortunately haven't seen yet. That's probably that's one of the greatest shames in all of this. Yeah, I think it's the biggest disappointment is that we haven't had to, we haven't actually been able to see the dick. But so he did that back in 2017, 18. He's a married man, but that he was, was married at the time. He was married at the time. Really rugby league stuff. Really rugby league stuff. There's so much more juice to this story as well. But the story then came out just last week or that it was going to be made public, the text was going to be made public, and so he stood down. Now, I initially thought Cricket Australia made him stand down. Apparently, he stood down of his own volition. He was he like, did. "I'm not. it's not fit to be a captain. JL didn't want him even to stand no. down. No. He had to argue against JL, but then JL supported him, respected his decision. Yes. But it's a Tim Payne decision. It's a Tim Payne decision. Now, the... In the incident was investigated at the time because he was doing he was sexting with a cricket Tasmania staffer. They were going back and forth. I don't know if they ever chonged or if it was just the implication that I have read, Tom, is that the sexting happened on one occasion. Yeah, that was it. Y- yeah, I'm just trying to work out. Like you, we can assume what we want. Yeah, that, yeah, that is what has been reported. Yeah. So happened once that was it. That happened in 2017. I don't think we, we need to read the texts necessarily. It, mate, if you want to read them, read them online. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I will say this though. I don't think anyone can come across as cool or sexy in sex out of context. Like there is no sexed game. Maybe if you're just specifically when you're a man, I don't know. But like just reading those, I was like, these are not sexy. They... Yeah, they took the sex out of sexting, really. Yeah. Like, if I'm honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were pretty ordinary. Yeah, didn't get me going. No, I didn't. I, I found was it. actually surprised Tim was going, based off what was being fucking like put- reading what he was getting back. I'm like, yeah. and he's like going up and up, like he's ramping up. He I'm, was ramping I'm, up. I'd be ramping down. Yeah, the the, the reason I don't entire like, yeah, unless you can see the 100 percent how it went. And you're assuming that that's not... I'm assuming... You reckon there's been things redacted? I feel like there might have been because some of the escalation didn't seem like it was... Warranted? Well, warranted or just didn't make sense. Yes. As in like, how did you get from here to here when that was what you received? Yeah. Now, it could be that that's exactly how it played out if it is. But at the time, he sent the text, the sex, or they both were, Cricket Australia and Cricket Tasmania... um, Looked into it, said there was no 
code of conduct breaches or anything like that. It was just that, you know. Um, two consenting adults doing this, I think. The way that it came to their attention, from my understanding, was that the woman involved was caught stealing money from Cricket Tasmania, allegedly, and then decided to say at that time... Well, and then at that time when she got caught, she was like... Um, this is what happened and I didn't want it. It was unwanted, unsolicited dick pics and all that sort of shit. Maddie was saying earlier that apparently she'd had, she did approach Cricket Australia on several occasions. To say... Wasn't comfortable with this. Right, but they, 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 they investigated it though. That's what I'm trying to work out. Is that not when they investigated it? I think they, they investigated it when she complained. Right, well that's... When else would you fucking investigate it? Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, then, yeah. Well, I don't understand. See, it's getting a little bit vague and a bit like I'm it not is really vague. sure. The thing is, you don't want to like you don't want to make any assumptions around anyone or anything or any person, especially if someone's come out and said that this is what's happened to them, like that they didn't want it. Like there is there is a lot of unanswered questions. I think. Yeah. Particularly around timings and shit. Now, obviously, Sandpaper Gate. This was uh, March 2018. Tim Payne shortballed into the gig to save the nation. He captained us in the third test, I believe, if my memory serves. Then goes on to skip of the nation up until a couple of weeks ago. Now, Cricket Australia invested the, the lewd sexting scandal that Tim Payne was involved in in sort of mid to late 2018 when he was already skipper they would have been in a fucking oh he was already captain he was already captain Uh, which is what was doing my head in because initially i was like cricket australia what the fuck are you doing when you know that he's got a sexting scandal that's like behind closed doors that you know could come out at any time that is a tremendously large risk to take Going, oh, we'll pick him as skipper, knowing yeah. what you knew. Yeah. But I think that given what I'm reading from the timelines, he was already skipper. They investigate it. They conclude that no uh, conduct has been breached because it was between two consenting adults. And I think, let's be honest, they were like, we had one of the biggest scandals to ever rock Australian cricket. We co- imagine six months later, you come, you turn around, and you stand some the skipper down for sexting, sexting someone. They've rolled the dice. Yes, they have. But um, okay, if there's been no case to answer for Tim around um, this sexting thing, if they've investigated it and everything's good, I don't think that he should be standing down. So what um, the Cricket Australia chairman, Richard Freudenstein, uh, made a few comments about it. And he said that, he said, I can't talk about the 2018 decision. I wasn't there. He's saying based on the facts as they are today, Cricket Australia would not have made that decision right now. And he said that um, the code of conduct is now appropriate. It's important to note a lot of things have changed since the time. There are programs in place that address things like sexting since the 2018 season, We've undertaken a full review of the sexual harassment education. So at the time... Is he sexually like, harassing someone or is he just sexting someone? Do you... Th- so you reckon that the Australian captain can be sexting someone when he's married and that's sweet? I don't think that it's sweet to be sexting someone when you're married, but I think that... I think that if it had happened in the moment, 
right? Like if he'd been found out in the moment, then maybe there's a little bit more like it's a bit red hot. This thing happened four years ago. Him and his wife have fucking moved on from it. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, it was something that happened. Like fucking politicians do it all the time and no one gives a shit. Barnaby Joyce went and fucking had a child with one of his staffers, mm. two children now, left his fucking wife and four kids and now he's back leading the nationals. I don't even know if he, did he fucking, did he stand down then? Or did yeah, he just? Yeah, he, he didn't stand down from his seat, but he stood down from his ministerial yeah. positions for like After a year or something. After fucking yahooing about yeah. the family and the importance of that shit. And then now he's back there. Yeah, like he's deputy I prime just, minister. Again. I just don't think, obviously there's, it's not, uh, like socially it's frowned upon to fucking cheat on your spouse, right? Like I get that. But there's also, and I'm not saying that this is the case for Tim, there are so much that goes into a relationship that provides context to decisions around a relationship. Now I'm not saying that there's anything other than Tim Payne just being a horny little piglet who wants to fucking get his dick sucked by someone, right? That could just very well be it. But who the fuck knows what's going on in a relationship that makes you do one thing or the other? Like, there is a bit more nuance to it. I'm not saying it's smart to send dick pics when you're a public figure. Like, he's a dumbass. He's a horny dumbass. But I'm like, I would have loved for Tim to go out and go, look, it was four years ago. I'm sorry. It was a fucking mistake. The family's forgiven me as well. It was an error in judgment, but they've investigated. There's nothing, like, I didn't do anything wrong. It was two horny adults fucking being horny. I'm just going to still captain the nation. I... I think that these Ashes series are too high profile. There's too much going on. You don't think this is going to be brought up anyway, no yeah, matter what I'm now? Just like, but then, but he, do, like, playing on your mind when you're out in the middle and we need your razor sharp between the years. I like, we, well, we already know that he's probably going to stand down at the end of the Ashes. Is it the end of the world? No, it's not the end of the world for me. Like, is it, what's the best decision? The best, absolute number one decision for the side? I is don't, it the Tim stays? Well, to me, I don't know. If I is. wonder. It's like, oh, okay. Let's now, let's. All the talk's been about fucking how we don't know if a bowler's the best captain for, like, the best call to captain a side. They're probably gonna fucking go with Pat Cummins. I got no issue with Pat. Love Pat. Pat's. I'll definitely friend. go with Pat. He's right. BC. But so you're gonna go, like, is the best option trying something that we haven't done for fucking the- 40, 50 years? Or do you just go, listen, fucking T-Pain, mate, just roll. You're going to get, you're going to cop some heat. The Barmy Army going to sing about you. Like, it's just, there's a part of me with the whole, like, him standing down and someone leaking it to try and, like, fuck him over. Assuming that the investigation that led to no fucking breach is correct. It's like, it's part one of the things that's wrong with the world. It's just like that someone's just going to have their life fucked over by but someone who's... But he stood down. Yeah, I know. But he stood down because of this thing that's been thrust upon him. Like, it's been brought back up. <laughs> Do you it, know what I mean? It's like, it's not cancel culture because it happens it, all the time. It's just, a, he's a fucking, he's cheated on his missus and all that, which look, is not good. Look, like, you know... Shane Warne would have been captain of the nation if he if didn't do fucking, this, all this scallywag shit. Yeah, so but he also like, fucking like, never like really had a, to... It's not like this is a new thing. No, I, would, I think Shane's fucking been championed for his rooting exploits his whole career. But that's why he wasn't skipper, even though he was a logic decision to be, logical decision to be skipper. He was also a bowler, maybe that. He wasn't that logical. Ricky Ponning was fucking there. Well, I also think that because Tim Payne has always had such a squeaky clean image, it was more of a shock as well. With Warney, no one's surprised. I'd agree that that's the case. Tim Payne, almost a victim of our squeaky, he seemed to be. Well, he, but we needed, the thing is, we needed squeaky. We did. We needed squeaky. God, we needed squeaky. We weren't squeaky. We were like, as 
opposite to squeaky as we could get yeah. as a nation. Like grimy. We, we were grimy and dirty. We were grimy, dirty. We were filthy. Now we had squeaky clean in Tim Payne, who's taken us all the way back here. I can understand how when we needed squeaky clean and we presented squeaky clean, if you have a been a, if your life has been about being squeaky clean mm. from a test captain perspective, and now you're covered in shit, mm. I can see how you might want to go. Listen, I'm going to stand down. I'm going to go have a shower. I'm going to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And Give it to someone keep. else. I I get all that. I really don't think that he has been fucked over. I think he's made a fucking uh, a stupid decision that's caught up with him in the fullness of time. Mm. It's fucking annoying timing. It's shit house timing. But in the world we live in, like it or lump it, you can't really have your test skipper sexting fucking women photos of his hard cock when he's married. I just don't think it fucking flies. It doesn't fly. Yeah. It might fly in a it's all good consensually, but does it pass the like the moral test? No, it doesn't. It just doesn't. I hear ya. I hear ya. I just there's And that's I think and he sees that. He sees it better than anyone. He's like, that's why he's standing down. I think there's many I think the standing down is like there's you kind of Cause JL, who like he's the fucking coach, was like begging him not to. Right. And why is that? Because it's like, mate, it, I don't know, it just seems like it's I don't know what'll cause more upheaval. The the talk now is like he may not even get picked. Oh no, he'll get picked, I yeah. think. That'd be fucking brutal if he if they like if they design it this way, if they have Cummins as captain with as Ricky said, smudge at fucking first slipper being his sort of sounding board, that works. Who would you have? Would you have smudge or would you have No, look, I mean, I think if you're gonna go with if you're gonna go with Pat, like you don't just go with someone for like you don't just go with someone for this Ashes series. If Pat's ready, if you're gonna go with Pat, Pat's ready and Pat's ready to go, right? Like Is Pat captain of New South Wales? Did no, we get to that? Peter Neville is. Peter Neville. Yeah, but that might is that a feature of the fact that Pat's never playing for him, or you know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that might be why could Pete's. Could very well be. Um, look, what's fucked as well with this whole thing is Tim was like, "I knew this was going to come out at some point." Yeah, like he's been waiting. But the thing is, as well, like, he's, it be a but it, would it be a relief? I don't think so, dude. You're almost clear. You're almost fucking like if he'd retired. He was. Well, he was He's a series away. He's a series away. And you go, all right, I'm retired. Comes out afterwards. Yeah, I did. We had a fucking marriage issues. Like, that's the thing, though. Like, you have marriage issues. I don't think that it needs to be painted as like, obviously, it's immoral. We fucking know that, right? But it happens relative with relative frequency. There's infidelity about in society in relationships right it's not good obviously there's people that are hurt by it families children fucking you know wives obviously right there's all this shit but like i just don't think that it's like i think there's more to it than just like that's an immoral decision you're the the captain should be better than that like people are fucking flawed and make mistakes and i think it's way better to be able to see someone make a mistake fuck up apologize and then be able to go but listen like life still goes on here like one mistake doesn't fucking ruin everything i fucked up it's it's way more attainable it's way more realistic it's a way more realistic representation of what every other person has to go to this whole like you're held to a higher standard are they because the people in higher fucking like positions of power do the fucking same shit all the time yeah but like would they get away with it what the fuck do you mean CEO, like, like a ceo of like a fucking massive company yeah. 
in board in a scandal do you reckon he'd just fucking go shut up i'm keeping my job uh yeah dude 100 like maybe up until five years ago yeah well unless they enjoy ceo of Qantas, you reckon fucking give a shit I'm well saying? well hold on so. it, it depends what the fucking nature of the scandal is exactly the same. Had an, exactly, the same. exactly the same so a consensual affair with someone else yeah yeah i think you'd be sweet you i don't reckon i reckon i 100 you say reckon. that barnaby joyce was sweet but he did stand out for like what f- how long yeah but barnaby's also like uh, he came he didn't stay no I'm not, but I'm yeah, just but saying. Also, I, like Christian Porter's still in politics. I mean, there you fucking go. Again, though, with the fucking Christian Porter thing, not to get in political. Like, again, you have to be fucking innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, it sounds like guy's a fucking piece of mm. shit. But you but know what I, I think mean? It's like, it's like that idea. I mean, obviously, we don't expect the highest standards from politicians because we know they're all dead shits. But <laughs> living in a country where we respect our cricket team more than anyone else and we expect constant wins you almost want to have someone that's like just perfect yeah exactly but that's it right it's an unrealistic fucking position to hold themselves like in i think as well tim is guilty he is more vulnerable because he needed to be the squeaky yeah he's a victim of his squeaky cleanness yes because we needed squeaky clean and And now we're like squeaky clean and he was squeaky clean and now he isn't squeaky clean is it almost an element of like we feel like he cheated on us as well a little bit you know what i mean like the nation it was a genuine shock i was like what the fuck is this yeah Squeaky clean Tim Payne yeah. of Squeaky Clean Fame. Squeaky Clean Fame is actually a dirty scallywag. Dude, and like has a bit of fucking horny chat in him. It's not good horny chat, but it's horny chat. And then when like I remember you we were talking and you were I was like, this is like I couldn't see this. But now you're like, but now I can't unsee it. No, yeah. I didn't see it in Tim. Now I look at Tim and I go, oh, I can see it. Yeah, 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 I can see this in Tim. Oh uh, yeah. He played me for a fool. He played all of us. He played all of us. And that was part of the genius of it. Yeah. But, but now you see it, you go, oh, he's a hot cricketer it, like, yeah, in Tasmania, top of the pile in Tasmania. Yeah. And so for that reason, probably more than any other, I think that if you've played the role as squeaky clean guy and then it turns out that you're actually not, I think, sure. What, like, yeah, I just don't I think... I respect his decision to stand down. I think in the, in like, the whole scope of the situation, I think it's probably the best one. I think we get Cummins in there with the sounding board of Steve Smith and we rip and we tear. And then all he needs to do is stand behind the gloves, uh, stumps, and take fucking catches for the nation. Take screamers. Just take all the fucking pressure off him. He doesn't have to do press conferences. He doesn't have to do mm, all that shit. That's true. do daily press conferences, yeah. Skipper. You've got to be constantly thinking. You can't tell me that he's like such a fucking operator that he can just go... Taking that memory out of my mind. No. Just thinking cricket. No, no, no. no that's I think fair. that snakes in. That's probably better for in. him to not have to talk, answer questions about 100%, that. 100%, bro. He would have got grilled every fucking moment. I wonder who leaked moment. it. I wonder now who leaked it. Let's get into that. Put that behind us. Let's Wait, get before to we put that behind us, did you hear about his brother in law? Oh, that's right. Did you yeah. hear us? In this? So, this is the most rugby league. <laughs> fucking aspect to this whole story this is where it gets really rugby league this is and fucking insane dude. you know what it's painted it's it's i'm just like what are these tasmanian boys getting to? well see i'm not okay i hear you there i have two questions here either first of the one is well let's give, give context tim's brother-in-law who's married to tim's sister was also stood down from Cricket Tasmania for sexting the same chick. I don't know the exact timelines of that, Dave. You'll have to look into that for Similar. Similar. Yeah, mid-2018, so very similar. So I've got two questions here. 
what the fuck are these Tasmanian boys doing? But also, does this woman have like the most hypnotic fucking or vibe? There, uh, or uh, I, I look playing from from an outs as an outsider looking in. Touchdown! You've got two options, right? Either Tim Payne has shortboard the brother-in-law, like bruh, this this. There's a good, there's a strong sexting game over here that you might be interested in, <laughs> or B, she's just putting out. That's what I'm trying why to don't get. Your sex me vibes, because like maybe there's a bit of flirting going on in if, the change rooms. Do you know what I listen, mean? Listen, if Tim has shortballed the the husband of his sister, <laughs> that seems then unlikely. That is, it seems unlikely. It seems unlikely, and that is when you talk about not being squeaky clean, like that motherfucker. That is disgraceful behaviour. <laughs> That is disgraceful behaviour. Now, at the end of the day, Timmy's brother-in-law up to no good at round about the same time. With the same person. With the same person. What the fuck? Talk about like going from a squeaky clean, respected family in Australian cricket to now being like, this is awkward and embarrassing. Like this is an embarrassing story. Like the cheating thing's bad and all that. Oh no, this is embarrassing. But this addition to it. Oh, it's embarrassing. What's family Christmas going to be like? Well, hopefully Tim's fucking at the, uh, you know, Boxing Day. Great point. It'd be, it'd be difficult if you're at family lunch and across the, across the table from you is your brother-in-law and then... But know, dude, the brother, Tim and his brother-in-law both sexting the same shit. That's what I'm it's saying. It's so weird, so dude. It's so weird. I want to know so badly the specifics of this situation. Like, was was this a three-way sitch? Did, Did they all were know? Were they aware of each other? Were they aware it? of each other? Were they not? Oh, man. It's so... That's as rugby league as so it gets. so rugby league. It's so rugby league. But you almost would, like, if that came up in rugby league, you'd be like, nah, bullshit. It's almost more. It's 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 Tasmanian cricket. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's Tasmanian because it's in, it's incesty sort of family. Yes, it, it really incesty. Yeah, and inbred stuff. No offense. No offense to Tasmanians, but like I mean, fuck. But you get it. You get it. Like obviously, you get it. Don't pretend like you if don't. You live there and you like are married to your cousin. You get it. You get, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? If you're in Tassie and you've woken up next to your first cousin this morning, as you listen to this podcast, and you get it, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about, which is why I'm like, did he shortball him? I don't know. Maybe the step, maybe the brother-in-law shortballed Tim. Ah, exactly. There's another thought. Check this out. Was he with Tim's sister at the time? May not have been. I think he was. I think that's the whole fucking point. But maybe not. Um, The article didn't say too much, but I think it. But again, they've both been investigated, right? Yeah. And cleared. Well, Tim definitely. I don't know. The but investigated from the push, she must have complained. She's complained about both of them. At the, at the same time. Do we think it was at the same time? She complained. She's gone, um, I've been sexting Tim. He's sending me photos of his dick pics. I need to know if there's more fucking sex as well because I was trying to work that out. I'm like, is he just... I don't... I've got to be honest. And I've got to try and work out how unsolicited because like if you, she, she's saying he sent him unsolicited. Based on those text message exchanges, you could argue that quite comfortably because you're like, that that went from fucking naught to 100 without much. Yeah. Like, she didn't really, she wasn't like... Based on what I've read, it was like, 
Nought to one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like he's my cock. He's oh. my cock. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Like we were flirting. I don't know if we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. We, they were flirting. They were flirting. I don't think that you know. I don't think that was like you his. could draw. You could you could make that conclusion, Tom. The other thing I'd like to point out. I don't know. I've got one more question. When you read those texts, did you do you hear Tim Payne's voice in your head yep. when you read them? Yeah. That was probably one of the hardest yep. things for me. Is that, that was the is. hardest thing for me. That was the hard. I hear his like little squeaky, like not squeaky, but like it's that like. Eh, it's yeah, a bit, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that, a bit. Eh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I just see his like little frame. And yeah, like, oh, geez, yeah, he's talking like head, that. He's yeah, like, he's like, yeah. Oh, no. oh, I'm squeaky clean. I'm like, I can hear the way you say that. I can hear you behind the stumps almost. I can hear you through stump mic. Yeah, saying I can those hear texts. You through stump mic sending those texts. A hundred percent. The other thing is, <laughs> like, you are in and around the Australian setup. You are a professional cricketer. You're married. Like, I could understand that if there was a bit of, like, in-office flirting and, you know, you might just throw each other into the dunnies for a quick trist moment of passion. Mm. The, the, the texting thing for me with so much evidence, it's like, it's a snapshot. It can't be, she's not deleting them. You, no. Even if you delete them, you know she's got a yeah, copy. It's yeah. a digital record. <laughs> you've got your cock out. I, you've, like, it's just, it's it's the height of stupidity yeah. for me. It is. Yeah, it, I mean, is. it really is. Like a phone call, yeah, some hot sweaty shit. I don't know. <laughs> Phone sex, whatever. Texting's like the dumbest fucking thing you can do. Yeah, it's like it's like intentionally leaving a trail that like just makes like it, it is leaving a trail. I just want to like make sure that I've documented all this shit. I just want to make sure there's a trail that can trace me back to this stupid fucking behaviour. You're like, like, you know what? If I'm gonna if I'm gonna get embroiled in a sexting a, a sex scandal in cheating, then I'm gonna make sure that there's a record of yeah. it. Yeah. I want this a I would digital like, breadcrumb. Yeah, exactly, a digital breadcrumb, bit of Hansel and Gretel. So that the fucking he's, he's, I just follow want, the dick pics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just need something to go on the back page of the Daily Telegraph in five years. You know what? I want to make sure this comes out in about five years' time. Yeah. So I'm gonna instead of call, I'm gonna sext. Nah, let me send. To, and then you know what? Here's a good idea. Let's fucking send a photo of my hard cock, which still hasn't been leaked, unfortunately, and you know, ask for it to be sucked on. That's gonna <laughs> look good. That's gonna be easy to talk myself out of that one. Yeah. It's so dumb. You're it's right. It's, so, it's absolutely. Just, and also, he would have been 34, 33 at the time. Like, you. Not young, bro. No. He's not 20. He's not 21, and he's just signed his first big NRL contract. No, dude. And he's in the fucking Fortitude Valley, and he's, you know, yeah. on, on one. Yeah. Making stupid decisions. This is, this is Tim Payne, got home from fucking net session. Exactly. He's primed one up and sent one off. Here's one I prepared earlier. Here's one I prepared earlier. This is one of my best ones. Yeah. <laughs> Asking for it to be sucked on. He did too. He did. He oh, did in his weird voice. Like, fuck me, I'm so hard. I don't know. Yeah, it was like that. I've got to, like, it's the hardest fucking thing I've ever seen or something. Like. <laughs> and it did, it did, like, look, there's a couple of things as well here. Like, it's. I feel sorry for his family. I feel sorry for his wife. I feel sorry for him. Like, it's a fucking scat situation. And it's like, going through any, Like, if you were going through any sort of cheating scandal, it'd be a fucked up thing for everyone in your family. To do it so publicly is it'd another thing. It'd be fucking thing. annoying to relive it. Yes. Because it's already been dealt it's with. It's already been dealt with, and then you've got to go through it again. But publicly, 
But then you can't help the internet being funny, like taking the piss, right? Like that's just the reality of the situation. You can't fight that. And just like seeing some of the memes <laughs> we're getting around. You know that ad that he did, it might have been for last summer where someone used his wicket-keeping gloves to get the things out of the oven. Yeah. And he's like, where's my wicket-keeping gloves? Yeah. And he goes angry. And then it was just like someone put up a screenshot from that ad and it had like the subtitles of where's my wicket-keeping gloves. And they just put a line through that and it was just like, where is my dick pics? <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, it's so stupid. So stupid. It's so stupid. But the, uh, it's just there's nothing you can do about it. It's like it's the internets now, bro. They're just going to go wherever they go with it and you just got to fucking ride it out. And it is what it is. It, and it is what it is. And it's your own fucking fault. Um, Pat Cummins, though, now seemingly, seemingly the skipper. I wonder when they're going to announce that. Probably as we finish recording. It'll, have to, it's probably, it'll probably be today. Yeah. It'd have to be soon, bro. If not today, tomorrow. He's as long as Smudge... Is that first slipper, keeping an eye on things and helping him out. Helping him out. That's I what think, we were talking about with that's what we were talking about with Ricky, Promico Dribbles Ponding Wines. Uh was that he thought Pat was the captain, he should be the captain, but as long as he's got someone there that can help him in the times when it's like, do I keep bowling myself? Like what's the best because that would be the hard thing for a bowler, right? But also, you're at first slip. You got your eye on the fucking prize. You know what the ball's doing. You know what the pitch is doing. Yeah. Not that the bowlers don't, but like you're in an, you're in the you're action. You're in the box more. seat. Yeah. Right? You're also got T Pain there still. It's not like T Pain ceases to exist. As long as they're all talking, they're all yarn and they're all fucking chin wagging. Yeah. All helping each other out. Yeah. And all Blue Eyes is doing, sitting down, doing the interviews at the end of the day, getting the boys motivated. Not that they all don't motivate each other. Like, you know. I don't think it's. The, I don't really think it's that big a deal as long as he's got help. Is old Blue Eyes the the man to? Because mate, you want to talk squeaky clean? I'd hate for fucking the, the the captaincy to fucking bring down old Blue Eyes. The thing about it is, and I think that we often forget this as a nation, is that the test side has a history of fucking scallywag behaviour. There's scallywags in the test side. Oh, fuck yeah, there is. They're not as, like, fucking highbrow as we might think. They're not highbrow at all. It's quite, but, like, when you saddle them up next to rugby league, you're like, they are. But they're not really. Oh, but, but I mean, up against rugby league, they are. But they're not. But they're also not. But they're also not. The thing, I think, with the cricketer is there's only 11 of them. They're guarded pretty fucking hectically by Cricket Australia. Oh, they're guarded. Like this, mate. You want to talk about the AFL rug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like the hardest fucking people to get a hold of. Like you know, like the the cricket Australia controls so much of like the narrative and all that sort of shit. Um, On the face of it, if I run an eye over blue eyes, I think he's all right. Yeah, like where where I don't think he's got like skeletons, skeletons. I don't think so. He seems like a sweet boy, but. Again, listen. But he's fucking hot. He's hot. And as if he and ain't hot getting... Boys get in trouble. Yes. But, and that's also the thing as well, right? Is the human nature, right? Like, you know... Shitloads of money. Shitloads of money. You get... Plenty the, of attention. Horny. Probably because they're fitter. The fitter they are, the hornier they are. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm prepared to run with it. Sure. So, like, they're fit, horny guys. Or girls. That's the thing. It doesn't matter whoever it is. It's just if you're fit, horny, rich, good looking. Horny. Horny. Like, That's sort of like 
catalyst to all this. Fit, horny, rich, good looking, and horny. Mm-hmm. Double dose of horny. Fit, horny, rich, good looking, horny. Yep. That's the five. That's the five. If you've got all of those, then there's every chance that you're not a squeaky clean. Yeah. You're you you are a good chance of having skeletons. Yes. Yes. Now we just hope that Pat's maybe only one horny. Not two. Not two. Does he strike you as two horny? Probably strikes me as one. He strikes me as one, but again, so did T. Tim, he struck me as none. Tim struck me as actually kind of asexual. Yeah. I, like, I didn't know that he got erections. Fooled me. Yeah. I looked at him and I thought, that bloke's asexual. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't care for fucking. He, he does for keeping. Exactly. All he wants to do is keep wicket. Yeah. He'll jack off to that. But only to that. Only to that. As it would turn out, you know what's what you know what we should have known. If I'm just now thinking about it, if we're like if we're sort of, you know, I guess excavating the past, digging. He did have fucking frosted frosted blonde hair. Like you go look at Tim Payne getting his test cap. That's a fuck boy. You know who else? I think looked similar. Michael Clark. Now, Michael Clark didn't do anything scandalous, but didn't mind getting around town in Lambos and fucking hot women. <laughs> no. We Warney, didn't, well, the scandal, his, his scandal was him getting dumped. Yes. By one of the hottest chicks in the country. That's exactly right. But he did have frosted tips. Frosted tips do imply that you're like... You're a bit of a fucking... How you going? Yeah. Warney, pup. Tane. Who else has got frosted tips? Those three did. Those three did. And those three have passed. Yeah. They, look at that. Look at that. Okay. Dude, he fucks. Sorry. Oh, okay. We should have seen We should have seen that coming. Look at him. Dude, he fucks. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Punters and dribblers will get this photo up on YouTube yeah. if you aren't if you're watching uh, if you aren't watching the YouTube, go check it out. No, nah, dude, look at him. He's always been hot. He fucks. We okay, just we should have known better. Mate, that is Look at him there. I'm like, yeah, I get it now. No, I get it. I don't think this is his first rodeo. No, dude. I don't think this is his first no, rodeo. That, there I said it. That photo is as incriminating as it gets. Have a fucking go at it. He's gorgeous. He's got rid of it now. He looked... Dude, that's, that's fuck boy Dude, right that's there. like the hottest cricketer Australia's ever produced right there. You know what I mean? Like that photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the hottest an Australian cricketer's ever looked. Okay, that's changed my whole opinion. Yeah, that changes everything. This was a ticking time bomb now. Yeah, we should have known. Now, let's get to this. Who fucking leaked this? Yep. So Fox Sports has posted a bit more of an update today and kind of cleared the woman pretty much of her leaking it. Um, They've interviewed the guy who was the intermediary between the staffer and Cricket Australia who said, um, I advised her, this was after the investigation had been concluded, he said, I I advised her that the only remaining course of action through me was to take the matter to the media. I told her that given the impending Ashes series and the fallout from South Africa, that she could command a pretty large fee for her story. Her ultimate decision was to let the matter go and move on. It was always my understanding that she never wanted this matter to become public. She turned down the possibility of a big payday to tell the story and chose to stay quiet. So I don't believe that she is the source of the story being made public interesting which makes sense 
Well, I mean, it makes... Yeah, sure. Absolutely. If she, if she didn't want to do it. I mean, my eyes only fucking... The logical source or the logical like link to me is we've got an upcoming Ashes series. The Poms are on the back foot. They lost the... They didn't win the T20 World Cup. We did. They stink in Australia. They're also in like a serious racism scandal. Over they need an edge. Right they need an edge. This feels like the perfect edge. Like, am I... Am I drawing too long a bow to, to think that they're involved in this somehow? I don't think so. I tell you what, though, if they are, it's fucking disgraceful behaviour. Like, I get, I get, you know, I get, like, the trying to get the upper hand and all that sort of shit in an Ashes year or, like, before an Ashes series and all that. But, like, if you're, if you're stooping that low, then you're a fucking weak loser. Like, that's, that's as rank as it gets for me. It's just the timing, bro. No, I know. That's just gross. If it is the Poms. Now, I think it is the Poms. I think that it speaks to the fact that they are weak losers and they're already scared and they think we've got to try and bury some guy here to try and have a chance at winning. I think it backfires, galvanizes the team. They all want to do it for Payne. They feel bad for Payne. We beat them 5-0. And it backfires. Backfires, dude. They're fucking losers. Their team's got nothing. No ticker. They got a racism scandal engulfing the nation over there of cricket. Um, and we just won the World Cup, even though it's in another format. As Ricky said to us, professional cricketers, they've got to get used to the fucking chop and change. Usman's back. Usman's in good form. I'm so facto, straight 5 nil. I yeah. get it. I get it. Dude, you saw the video we put up on our Instagram of Marnus in the Nets. Are you kidding me? Marnus is ready to go. Marnus is ready to go. I also think that if you're a betting man, which Eddie and I are, I'm definitely going to have a little something on Tim Payne to get his first Test 100 this summer. I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. Fuck you to the nation. Fuck you to everyone. I like that, Tom. I like that a lot. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think there'll be value in that. We'll get back to the punters and dribblers on what exactly that looks like. So... In summation, Tim's a bit of a scallywag. Well, Tim's a piglet, and we've seen that photo. Tim's a piglet. Tim's a piglet. Tim had fuckboy in him the whole time. Yeah. As a nation, we should have seen it, or we should have remembered. Because if you showed me that photo at the time, I would have been like, that boy, he's a fuckboy. Yeah, he's I'd a fuckboy. Yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten about the it. The fullness of time, the change in the haircut, you know, the fucking button-up-your-shirt attitude mm. threw me. Yeah. He had fuckboy in him the whole time. Yeah. Now we know it. Is it going to derail our Ashes campaign? No, it's not. Should he have stood down? I think it's probably the best decision because as skipper, you've got to do a lot of thinking and we just want him to do keeping now. I think ultimately coming into like from the, from the time it happened, I was a little bit like, this is fucking ridiculous. Well, not fucking ridiculous. I was more like, I think you should stick, should keep going, blah, blah, blah. But I will say that having sat down and talked to you, Eddie, and... Not being married to my ideas, being prepared to have my mind changed, mm. being open to just good, honest, rigorous conversation. That's it. That I'm prepared to say that I think you're probably right and that him standing down, probably the best decision. Do I feel bad for that the he nation? Be? For the nation. And that's got to be at the forefront of everyone's mind. Has to be. But I also think for him as well, as you say, because those everyday press conferences, English media are fucking... Mate, they would have fucking... They would have ripped him. Buried him. And yeah. they're fucking witty cunts too, a lot of those English journos. They know how to push buttons yeah take him out 
Maybe do one. He's already done a press conference. I'd be hiding for the whole fucking summer. You're not doing shit. No, you're not doing shit. I would also say that, but but just as, I don't think he should be dropped. I don't think no, it's no, like no, no, no. I don't, don't think it's him, any just fucking take the pressure off him. And again, I don't know because I only pay small attention to the shield. And also, like, I wasn't paying attention to any fucking keepers because it was like, well, wh- we why would you? The captain's the fucking keeper unless he got injured. But like Alex Carey is one, but there was some other no, guy. No, no, no. Warnie wants someone in. Yeah. Now I let's have a look say, at that. I will say this. I will say this. Shane Warne thinks that Tim Payne should be dropped. I'm just like Warnie. That is. To me, that's worse. No, but it's. Uh, the fact that Warney of sexting fame... But he's not doing it because of the sexting. I think he just never rated him in the side, that's surely. True. Surely. He's not... Warney would be fucking crazy to be like, <laughs> this is disgraceful behaviour. No, he, no, you're right. He has never rated him. He pays him out every I'm turn. surprised. Warney would probably want him fucking in the side after this. Warney said, I think that... He's basically like, listen, his keeping's not great and he can't bat his words. Yeah. But his batting, isn't his average the best for an Australian wicketkeeper? I'm thinking like recent Since form. Adam Gilchrist. Recent form. Yeah, right. Who, Dave, is there? Like anyone else they're throwing up as other wicketkeeping options? Like who yeah, so Warney said that, well, you could have Wade in there um, and you could also have Alex Carey or Josh Inglis. Josh you, Inglis. Yeah. I don't... Can you just find some stuff on Josh Inglis while, you, while we're talking here? But I would only probably be happy with Wade. If you would have had to do it, Wade's not a great keeper, not but he's been keeper. there and done it. I think Wade, for the Ashes series. I don't think Wade's good enough for keeping. He's not a good at like your wicket keeper needs to be able to keep. That's the fucking point. Yes. Then if you can bat, great. Perfect. I was just saying though, like if you're gonna bring in a debutante. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think it's the time for debutantes. Or you bring in Wade for me. It's I the think time it's like, what, what's the time for Tom? The time's for winning. Yeah. Winning at all costs. Yeah. Who's this? This is Josh Inglis. Average. Where's average? 34. Not good enough. Sorry. Oh, mate. No, I know. I know. 34 is all right. What's his highest score? 153. Okay. Okay. How many tons he got? Three. What's Tim Payne's first class average? God, that fucking colour is doing my head in the screen. Josh Inglis. Okay. I'm just having a look at him here. Had a good strong beard. Tim Payne. Of of course he was a fuckboy fame. Oh, okay. Average is 32. So, English, better. There you go. No hundreds in first-class cricket? I don't believe that. I know he's got at least one. What? You're looking at the wrong thing. At the top? Oh, tests. Yeah, that was tests, yeah. Whoops. So, English are better on the face of it, better than T-Pain. And who does he play for, English? Um, West Australia? Yep. 26 years old. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Right-hand batter. Was born in Leeds. Don't love that. That's bad before energy. Re- re- before relocating to Australia as a 14-year-old. That's not... That's Ooh. fucking too old, man. He wouldn't be able to play Origin. That's how old he is. Oh, dear. I think that almost rules him out. That rules him out. Sorry. Move on. Sorry, Josh. Not, not in this series, bruh. Nah. Not in this series. You're off your fucking head if you think that's happening. That's bad energy. Would you have a different opinion if his parents are both Australian? No. You can't come here at 14. I'm saying you can at some point, not for Australian Ashes. parents? Not for the Ashes, Australian dude. parents? Not for the Ashes. I think that changes something. It changes something. It's like, oh, we lived abroad. Till you're 14. 
That's not a fucking sojourn. Yorkshire Academy, Yorkshire Academy, London Spirit. Sorry, dude. You need to deploy your trade a little bit more. He hasn't even been here for 14 years. He's only been here for fucking 10 years. He spent more time in England than he had in Australia. I'm just saying he needs to... He's had 12 years. Yeah, it's 14 to 12. Not a great sign. No. It's a bit Not much for a great me. Sign. No, 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 no. That's concerning. Yeah, it is. Stick I think, with Tim Payne. I think you stick with Payne, and if not, just go Wade. But I don't think you start anything else. No, I, What's Alex Carey's? Can you get that up just quickly? Because I know that he's just been sort of like the logical next one, but he's also a bit older. I think they'll stick with... Payne, surely. Did I see London again then on Carey? 35. Like that 36 test. Scroll up again. What, up or down? Sussex. Yeah, but where he's born. Because they go and play in the fucking... Yeah, they do. That's a good point. Just scroll That's, to the... Did, t- did you see this top here? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know. He was the inaugural captain of the GWS Giants on yeah. the road towards inclusion there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll find out where he's born. No, no, that's all right. I just, go, I just wanted to see his stats go down. Uh, so what's he averaging? 35? 500. That's rock solid. That's better than both of them. I think Alex Carey comes in. Yeah. There, I said it. Alex Carey, born in Loxton, South Australia. Okay, there 40, you go. He's, he's played 45 one days. Yep. I think he's ready. I'm happy with that. I take it back. No Matt Wade. Uh, is that cricket? I think so. Eddie, some big news this week in the world of rugby league and you love that it comes via the way of a leak. Everything's fucking leaked these days and this was no different. Viliami Kikau, uh, fresh off being wined, dined and 69 by both Trent Barrett and Phil Gould, gets a photo in a Bulldogs jumper. He signed with them, I think, for like three years or something. Like, fuck loads of money. Can you just go check what the deal is, Dave? But they were at like the Canterbury Leagues or some shit, and then someone's seen on the security footage of the photo being taken, taken a screenshot, sent it to someone's boys, and then before you know it, it's fucking leaked. It's well and truly leaked. Um, big bed shit vibes for the dogs there. Gus had to go and fucking apologise to the Panthers and fucking Viliami Kikau was getting booed by the Panthers fans, all that sort of shit. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. You've gotta love it. Why was he... T- why... Why the photo in the polo? Like, when were they going to announce this? Well, they could have announced it at any point. But you get the photo in the polo because he signed. And then they go, all right, well, we don't need to see you anymore for like... And we'll announce it when we announce it. Yeah, so you don't have to come back. Yeah. We've just 69 you beyond belief. And you loved it. Well, dude, I mean, imagine getting having a 69 Gus and Trent after a full meal. That's, that's dream scenario. Contracts four years, three point two million dollars. What's that, Massetti? Divide by sixty nine. Eight mil, uh, eight, eight mil, eight hundred a year. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But as we know, well, as Kempy's tried to tell us, shave a bit off. Yeah, shave a bit off. Um, so it's probably more like seven. Hasn't Gus Gould just rolled into the Bulldogs and started making big boy moves? He's, like, that's a huge fucking signing. It's a massive fucking signing. He is an operator. He's a fucking operator. He's a fucking The Bulldogs operator. suck dick, and they came last last year. They just The Wooden Spoon has just signed essentially the best forward in the game. And Reid Marnie, if you believe the fucking rugby league rumour and innuendo, which, you know, you should. You better. He's fucking looking at going. 
Then you start to get a bit of a fucking ensemble going. You got Burton, Kicker, dude. Addo you've got Carr. fucking Ado Car, Marnie, Marnie, Dufty, Dufty. Duff, well, man. Yeah, you know. You, did you see what I was doing, Dave? Yeah, With like sort of like the hierarchy of the signings. Yeah, and then and then you just duftied me. Yeah, I don't know that Dufty is necessarily someone that I put in that. He's a he's a good player, and maybe you know, like he's, they're, he's they're a big thicky away. A big thickie and a seven, depending how Burton goes at six away from fucking being a, a big sniff. Their backs are fucking red hot. As we know, that's all they spend their money Back on. Back a thickie, though. Did you see Pangai Jr.? Tavita Pangai yeah. Jr. Oh. Oh. There's a thickie. Paul Vaughan. They got some thickies there, dude. They got Paul Vaughan, Tavita. Jr., that's They got fucking Luke Thompson. That. Okay, so they're starting to thicken up. Dude, I actually think it, it really mainly depends on how their halves go. And how Trent goes. Trent slash halves, but Trent with Gus. Trent paired with a Gus is... Depends how, well, it depends how much coaching Gus does. I think he's at least there giving a little bit of a... I think Trent knows that if he fucking doesn't do what he's told, he's going to get all shot. I'm saying so. is, all I'm saying is, and this is just me looking at it as I see it. Yeah, the Bulldogs don't have a great fucking side. Well, they didn't last year. But you can't ignore the fact that Trent didn't do very well at Manly. In fact, he didn't do well at all. Then he goes to assistant coach at Penrith, and then he's gone, and first season the dogs won a spoon. So the jury's still fucking well and truly out. Yes, it is. Because now, though, we're getting some plenty thickies of, around There's Trent. plenty of coaches in the league that can't coach, and their teams stink. Mm. Wayne Bennett, he said it himself. It's not a lack of players, it's a lack of good coaches. Yep. So, so now we've got the dogs' side for... Well, so kick out won't be till twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty two next year, we out. I know, dude. Like when you're seeing contracts go to like twenty twenty five, I'm like, oh, what? hang on, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I whoa, thought whoa, it was whoa, still two thousand and four. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? Um. Yeah, but funny though that that's the way it gets leaked. It's such fucking rugby league lack of professionalism bullshit. But then he's getting fucking. Reamed by the Panthers fans who were booing him at their fucking presentation day. That's such a Panthers fan thing to do. Like, oh, sorry, he's gone and signed a fucking monster deal that the club wouldn't pay, that you wouldn't pay. Because they couldn't pay. Because they couldn't pay. So they're booing him. He just won you a grand final, young grateful fucks. You can't win a grand final and then hang on to your fucking whole side into perpetuity. It doesn't no, work that's that That's what way. the salary cap's for. Don't you understand, Panthers fan, how it works? No, I don't think they do. If your player gets really good, his next contract's probably going to be really big. And if you're winning comps, that implies that most of your players are pretty fucking good. Yeah. Which implies that you can't keep them all because of the salary cap. Do you know how it works? Do you get how it works, Penrith fans? He just fans? won you a comp? Yeah, he just won you a comp. Do you get it? Do you understand how that works? He might, and he's going to be ripping and tearing for you again next year. Do you get that? Do you do understand? You understand? It seems, like, seems like you don't. Hey, Penrith fans, do you understand that? Do you get it? Do you get it? Now, it seems like you don't. It seems like they don't get it. So, Reed Marnie, I would love to go to the dogs because I hate Parramatta. That's no disrespect to Parramatta fans. It's not about you guys. It's about your club. It's about your team, and I hate it. You also lost Isaiah Papali'i because you don't prioritize the number one forward or second rower in the game um, long term, which I get. I get that. He's going to go to the Tigers. Three-year deal, 2023 again. Now, I think get 600-ish. Yep. 
if you believe the mayonnaise the mayonnaise that's right they've obviously prioritized gutho who did resign mm -hmm. moses at al but losing reed money and losing papali'i means i'm sorry i hate to tell you if you don't win the comp which you won't in 2022 you're not going to win it for a long time because your window's now closed because mm -hmm. your window's now closed window's now closed your windows was open sort of well there was but open like, but there were bars open, on the other side it of was it. as open as it was ever gonna as it's been yeah. in a long time yeah and now it's closing yeah you don't win the comp in 2022 which you won't you won't win for a while because your windows closed sorry that's the way it goes that's just the way it is um but good luck to and good luck to Ray Stone, who looks like seemed to have earmarked for. Well, it looks like Ray's fucking about to be shoehorned into a long-term hooking role at the Eels. I saw this, and I don't know if this is actually in the news or this is just a dribbler DM, but saying Bronson Cherry to the Dolphins twenty twenty three. Will that be his four years up? I think it'll only be three years, won't it? Don't know. 20, no, 21, it was, 22. It was, it was backdated. retroactively applied. So maybe. That sounds about right. I wouldn't hate that signing. I mean, that'll be a crazy one if he... Because, like, I don't know what exactly Bronson's doing. You see videos of him ripping and tearing, staying fit and shit. But, like, if he's able to fucking keep his head switched on for that whole fucking time... Aaron Hernandez in the background there. Um... 2024, he can come back. Right. So his ban ends in November 23. Right. So he's, so he's not going 23 then. But, like, if he's able to keep his shit together and keep training and, like, come back, that's a fantastic comeback story. And he'd only be 24. Well, I heard somewhere. Did you tell me this or did I hear this elsewhere? That apparently the Bronco, uh, the Dolphins' first signing, that kid, mm. apparently is, like, may not even be able to go there. Why? Broncos have got some say on him or some shit. Can you look that up, Dave? Mm -hmm. So this big, yeah, that big first sounding, highly touted, might fall through. Well, I mean, that's, it's worth mentioning, like, they haven't signed anyone yet. Like, I thought it was going to be a big, like, ooh, Dolphins, like, Scalp City. They haven't got a fucking scalp. Mm -hmm. Right, so this guy, um, Harrison Graham, who's a hooker, he has uh, signed on to a development contract with the Dolphins starting, uh, like, by the 2023 season. Um, but he also has a train and trial contract with Brisbane for the upcoming preseason. And so I think if he secures a contract there, he can kind of just say, like, well, these guys are giving me a shot. I'm not going to wait around for the Dolphins. Say that again for me, Dave. So... Um, it says here, Graham has been signed on a development contract with the Dolphins uh, with the potential to be upgraded if he is ready for the NRL by the 2023 season. He also has a train and trial contract with the Broncos for the upcoming preseason and could be picked up by Brisbane for 2022. That was it. He's already got a train and trial contract. That doesn't, that seems silly. Why the fuck are the Dolphins like, look at our new signing. He's got a train and trial with the Broncos this year. Not a good sign for Dolphins No, fans. not, not a, good a good sign. sign. Firstly, they fucking, they get rid of Redcliffe. They not, don't sign, fuck it. They sign a guy who's already signed. They haven't signed anyone else. They got Wayne Bennett. That was nice. But they got Wayne Bennett. I think they got Wayne Bennett before they dropped the Redcliffe part. I think Wayne was going to any fucking, Wayne goes, I'll go to whichever new club's there. I don't give a fuck. It's in Queensland. I'll go. Yeah, and you're going to pay me out the ass. You're going to pay me out the ass. So I don't give a fuck who it is. I've said, he said yes to all three clubs. He was like, yeah, I'll go. 
So, I mean, you had fucking Wayne pretty easy. Wayne wanted to go home, still had the desire to coach. Touchdown, Kansas City. You haven't got anyone else. You haven't got anyone else and yet. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, you might be like, oh, shut up, mate. It's only fucking December. It's only November 2021. Yeah, but, bro, the clock's ticking. Whether you like it or not, the clock is ticking. She ticking. You've signed shit. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking, and you've signed no one. Clock's ticking. I did think it was worth noting, uh, and D or Dave obviously wrote about this in the Hello Sport Herald this week. I think we'll stick with Hello Sport Herald. I don't mind that as a name for our new news website. I also was thinking of it just then before, like whether you, like the Mayo or like the Mayo Mail or like fucking somewhere around Mayo. Hello Sport Herald. Well, that's what it is now. Yeah, which I like. But I just was thinking about Yeah, I'm with you. You deal with me? I'm with you. you, didn't, you I just, think it's too closely associated with bars. Right, because what you did there was you just ignored what I said and just said Hello Sport Herald, so I actually didn't have any feedback on the idea. You that just was my basically feedback. S- right, I so said I just prefer a, Hello Sport No, Herald. no, well, you didn't actually even say that. You just said, Hello Sport Herald. And I was like, okay. So I assume that that's not... He doesn't like the Mayo idea, but I don't know if that's the case because he well, just Well, it's too closely me. associated with Buzz. If Buzz wants to write like a guest article every week, we can have Mayo Mail Buzz. Buzz is the Mayo Man. Yeah. He is but the Mayo Man. Like Maybe you just have a writer for Hello Sport Herald called the Mayo Man. The Love Mayo that. Man. There we go. Now we're, now we're, now we're working together. together. This is what happens though. You have conversations, you work together. You don't just say fucking Hello Sport Herald that, and just but that was my, squash that was me my, out. It wasn't squashing. You squash me out. If no, I no. didn't have such fucking, you wasn't know. squashed. Intestinal just, fortitude to, to speak back. No, no. It may have been lost. But you know why I said that now. I've explained it. Now you get it. If you uh, want to write for the Hello Sport Herald, punters and dribblers, dior at hellosport.com.au is where you send your articles. doesn't mean you'll get in, but if you're good, if you're funny, if you've got a point of view, you will. There could even be some fucking cashish for you down the line. If you fancy yourself as a writer. Um... That being said, D or Dave wrote about the fact that Maryvale, Justin Hems, has won the contract to cater the SCG. Now, is that SCG members or just SCG? No, like the whole Moorpark concept. So the new stadium when it opens as well for the next six years. Whole thing. Whole thing. Now, I mean, is that good or is it bad? I don't know. Like, I guess it sort of just depends, right? Obviously, it's always fucking expensive, no matter where you go to at these fucking things. But I feel like now it's like they're going to be able to justifiably charge you $14 for some brioche pile of shit, as opposed to when you were just paying that for a meat pie. Yeah, the, f- the SCG, for example, was they it had got a bit trendier lately. In the yeah, members. but it was like, like... It still wasn't fucking like... Members is always going to be a little bit more... Roll territory. Members always a little bit more. Is he doing the whole thing? Yeah. Well, so there, I mean. no, no, no. So there's still going to be weekend members. Yeah, yeah. But there are still going to be some standards. Like they say, uh, five dollar meat pies and hot chips and hot dogs will still be there. So I reckon there'll be a couple which are just like the generic ones that but are selling that. We'll, like we'll be able to lollies. get duck pancakes and fucking. Put it this way: if there are still meat pies, sauce rolls, sauce rolls, chippies, chippies. I'm pretty like no, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that as long as they've got the staples, and then we get your duck pancakes, your fucking brioche buns. Fuck brioche buns, by he the way. He is he is aligned with certain beers over others though, which is a concern. He's not aligned with bloke, which is a big concern. That's a big concern. I don't know if Kempy's got any fucking, you know, plans in the works to rectify that. Mm. But as an example, he doesn't have 
Victoria Bitter in his staple. I don't think it'd be alcohol. I reckon that would be a different deal. No, no, no. So there is. So this um, does include that. craft no. beer and cocktails. But I did read. I can't cocktails. find. It's not in this article. I can get around a couple of margies. So at the what you're telling yeah. me that I'm sitting in the stands and I get shortballed out margies? I like yeah. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Cricket and margies. Are you away from the cocktails? You are, aren't you? you silly bitch. Cocktails know, might only be memory. in the members. What's going on up there? Before? Fucking two kids. We no talked sleep. about that fucking five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Two kids, no sleep. But yeah, I did read somewhere that there will still be Furphy and VB and maybe a couple other the standards there. Listen, if it ain't bloke, I don't want it. But if, if it, it ain't bloke, bloke and it's, it's VB, it, and it's not VB, then I'm fucking pissed off. Yeah, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. What do you want me to do about it? I'm bloke first, and then VB, VB, bloke first, then VB. And if no beers available, it's Ponting Wines promo code dribbles twenty percent. Better believe it. Um, Are we dribbling? I guess so, dude. I guess so. I mean, fuck. Justin Hems. Whatever. Better be good, Justin. Don't fuck oh, it up. This is what I'll say, Tom. He's an operator. This, yeah, he is an operator. But I'll say this, and I'll say this on behalf of the punter and the dribbler, and on, on behalf of the show. Don't fuck it. Yeah. Don't fuck it, Justin. Okay? You don't want to get the punter and the dribbler offside. And we'll, we're easily offsided if you fuck it. Don't fuck it. The, Make smart decisions. The post on um, Facebook. Also, stadium, new stadium set to open for like round 24, round 23 fixture, South versus Roosters. So it's supposed to be open late. Yeah, we had this conversation. Oh, we already talked about that? Yeah, we did because we spoke about the fact that nothing has ever been completed on mm. time. Like the pyramids, I think is what we're talking about with the Kempi. That's a good point. Um, th- I don't, I mean, the Hospo world's a bit more of a D or Dave situation potentially, but when the post went up on like the Maryvale, uh, I guess, Facebook page, or maybe it was a news article talking about it, but in the comment section, Hospo cunts just going like crazy, like, fuck fucking Maryvale, look at all these fucking wankers and da, 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 like underpay your staff and fucking do all this sort of shit. Like, that I was like, oh damn! I didn't realize there was any heat around Maryvale. I'm not saying they do underpay their staff either, but it's, that was it's just funny. The, the opposite occurred to me since this has happened. Like I've been saying to all my friends, like, because uh, I don't know, I, I don't really like Maryvale for a few different reasons. But is that part of your like Antifa shit though? Well, like, a little bit, but also is like, that like just hating the establishment. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, they're monopolizing the like whole hospitality scene in Sydney. Also, yeah, he didn't pay his workers for a lot of the time. He seems like Allegedly. a bit of a wanker. Um, no, I think he got done in court. Oh, okay, Not cool. allegedly. Oh, proven. I'm just saying allegedly, um, in case it didn't happen. And he, and he said something stupid that was like, oh, well, if I paid them more, then like I wouldn't be able to run a profiting business or something. Right. Which is like, well, maybe you shouldn't then. But anyway, yeah, it occurred to me when I was talking to people, they're like, oh, no, actually, everyone but me actually likes Maryville. Listen, like, oh, I don't, get, I don't, I don't have any issue. Like he can, he he uh, he can certainly make like a, mm, a hip happening food, joint, yeah. good food. I mean, I've been to good my vibe. fair share. Like I'm, yeah, not, exactly. I'm not boycotting his. I wonder whether Maryvale will eventually become like NAF, like um, like everything will be so Maryvale that like it'll become so obviously Maryvale that it's not cool. It's almost like consumerist. Mm. Yes, probably. Yeah. And then there'll be some new hot thing coming through. My primary concern with the stadium thing, more so than like it's probably going to be pretty pricey, but whatever. You're at the game, you're spending money. Are you talking to a mic? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, like, is it going to take a long time? Are they putting out these fancy foods and you're going to have to wait, like, overs there? That's a good point. I don't want to have to wait for duck pancakes, bro. Yeah. 
Look, I think that he's a bit smarter than that. Surely. Yeah. He recognises that promptness is the aim of the game when you're at the footy or the yeah. cricket. Promptness, the aim of the game. I have a like. I like his venues, but I don't love all of them. No, because they aren't as pubby as I sort of like. No, them. some of them. Well, a lot of them are a bit up their own ass. Yeah, like I prefer to have a bit more of a grungy feel sometimes. Yeah, with a pool table and like a tab, tab. and you know, a smoke bit, inside a bit if more you want. like Boise vibe. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, 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 definitely not a fucking charcuterie board wine tasting. Not fucking. always, but if we want to nip up the fucking. Well, in the context of watching cricket, that's more what it is. It's me wanting to yeah. pound fucking. Oh, it's Saturday. I already want to watch Whip Home a Couple of Ponies. Yeah, I want to do that more in like an Araceli, yeah, pubby sort of environment. Personally, yes. yeah. So that's my only knock against Hems is that he's buying too many venues. That's all I'd say. That's all I'd say. Yeah, because he does do a pretty good job. He does a good job. Reach out if you want to, Juzzy. Um, oh, he's a friend. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything we can do to help. Obviously, we've got people like Ricky Ponting reaching out as well. So, you know, just to give you an idea of where we sit these days, (laughs) reach out if you want. Obviously, you know, nothing's free in this world. We'll obviously, we need a corporate box, something like that. Maybe a seaplane. I'm not comfortable getting on that thing. Why? I don't know, dude. You don't reckon a billionaire gets his seaplane checked? Yeah, I'm sure he does. But I don't, I just don't want to fucking, is it single engine or double? I think it's double. I think it's a twin engine. He'd have the best seaplane. He'd have, he'd be a great seaplane. Maybe I'm just thinking of the one I see in Rose Bay. Mm. Do you know? You're thinking of the one that crashed. No, I'm not thinking of one that flies in a fucking Rose Bay all the time. There's multiple. I know there are. I don't know if that was that, was that that one? The Rose Bay to fucking Palmy plane? Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Um, That guy actually had a heart attack as well. I think the guy that crashed. Okay. I don't think that was the plane. Right. We were yeah. about to buy my dad a seaplane experience for his birthday when that happened, and we were like, oh, not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, no. Th- although that's probably the best time statistically to do it is right after something like that because it probably won't happen again. Yeah. Um, Dior this, but I believe that Rose Bay, uh, the bay, literal bay, the water, is, is Australia's first international airport. International airport. As in, where was the air, where was the? I airport? don't know. I don't know. I just it's like that could be wrong. Where was the airport? As in landing on the water. Oh. Um, was in oh, what, New Zealand? I don't. I know, didn't know dude. you could fly seaplanes that far. I don't know either. This is what I fucking. This could be wrong. That's why we got Dio Dave on the fucking. Yes. Because so, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it says here uh, Rose Bay Water Airport. Uh, was opened in 1938. Um, it says, it said on Google, this is, yeah, on Wikipedia it said this made it Australia's first international airport. But it also says there was Daily Waters Airfield, which was in the Northern Territory, but I think that was more predominantly a military station, so not really a commercial international airport. There you go. Interesting. Isn't it? That would assume, Tom that the seaplane flew to New Zealand. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Well, you can't be an international... You can't... If you can't land on water, then you're fucked if the water is the airport. There you go. You learn something new every day. You do learn something new every day. It was the starting point for Sydney to London flights that were operated by Qantas Empire Airways and Imperial Airways. 
Okay, now, I'm, now I'm confused. Now I'm confused. <laughs> Unless it was that you flew from there to somewhere, transferred. Well, I think in 19... 19- or did you fly from there to the airport? <laughs> well, it was the first... Yeah, they had to make a few stops. Yeah, there's no way you're flying a fucking seaplane. Obviously. But, but I'm just saying, did they fly from Rose Bay to Mascot? So these are the planes. No, because that wouldn't make it an international airport. These it's, are the a, it's, an, it's a leg. No, 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 it's not a leg, though. Look at that. Look at that harbour. And these are the ones that flew Sydney to London with many stops on the way. So, so that plane's more hectic. Four engines. They flew to London, those planes. Apparently. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. There you go. I wonder Fuck how many man. stops they'd have to make. Fuck loads. Rose Bay Airport. You're welcome. These nice are the sort tummy. of facts you get. Uh, all right, I think we probably dribble. Let's dribble. Time to dribble. TTD. TTD, baby. Boys, boys, boys. It's a birthday dribbler here. How you going, Carson? Uh, coming straight out of G-Town, Goulburn, if you will. G-Town. Look, um, I'd just like to confirm with you blokes that, I mean, I'm sure you already know this, but Missy Higgins is obviously the best artist the world, if not the universe, has ever seen. Um, if you could confirm, that'd be great. Tom, Eddie, or Dave, uh, love you blokes. Beers soon. Nights for the premiership. Love you. What's yeah. going on there? We got an inbox when some and someone was talking about Missy Higgins. Yeah, I'm assuming if that wasn't was... the same bloke, then... I'll be fucking shocked. Well, that'd be one of the great coincidences all time. Well, Mickey, Missy Higgins, Tom, I, and this is just off the top of the dome, she hasn't got any airtime in over 300 episodes. So I'd, no. be, I'd be very surprised if two separate punters and dribblers in the same week looking to pump up Missy Higgins. Yeah, that'd be bizarre in the extreme. Now, I respect I, Missy. I've got no beef with Missy. None at all. But this gentleman is off his goddamn head if he thinks that she's the best, in my opinion. Did he call her the greatest artist of all time? Yeah. Or in the country, dare I say, the universe. But like, she ain't. She ain't. She ain't. She's not, she not bad. I don't got nothing. Again, what did she sing? Fucking Scar. Where'd you leave me with a scar? I'd ask this dribbler this question. Is Missy Higgins better than Elvis Presley? Is that what you're suggesting? Or if you just want to keep it fucking uh, local and in the same gender, is she? does she hold a candle to, to our Kylie? Does she hold a candle to um, our Kylie? Spinning around, move out of my way. I know you're feeling me because you like it like this. Like I've never, seen, I've never seen Missy Higgins get a fucking dance floor moving. She might get the tears going. Kylie can do both. You know, in a bath with a bottle of wine and, you know, you've had a rough day. Mm. Sure. Yep. But Kylie gets the nation's hips moving. Kylie's fucking, that album, that one, I think was spinning around on it. That was, that's a fucking, that has just got banger after banger after banger. Like Kylie actually had some genuine tracks where you're like, oh, these are fucking good songs. Our Kylie. Yeah, our Kylie, Aussie Kylie. Yeah. Whereas Missy, you know, again, longevity, not there. Can you fill a dance floor? No, you can't. Is your MO just like to get me sad? Yes. No, you're not bad. I like you, but fucking come on. Best in the fucking world. Off your head. Universe. Universe. I also, Missy Higgins annoys me. And look, a lot of Australian bands do this. 
Um, and they don't have to do what I prefer, but I don't know. It's just the the ultra Australian accent when they sing it can be off-putting. It's not always off-putting, but it can be off-putting. And it's like, I just don't know how necessary it is. You can go with a bit more of maybe a linguistically androgynous accent, if that makes sense. Dave, turn your fucking WhatsApp off. But like, I'm not saying you have to go full yank with your accent, but like when she's like, you know, leave me with a scar. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, what do you make of like those bands, a lot of them Sydney bands, like bloody um DMAs and Sticky Fingers who pretty much sing with a British accent? Well, so yeah, and again, they are clearly obsessed with the fucking genre. You know, like the DMAs are like, fucking we're Oasis. Yeah. We're diet Oasis. But like, I don't like, I, like they're making good songs. So it's not as a, it's, it doesn't sound bad. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't sound annoying. I also don't think the DMAs, he doesn't sound English, right? He doesn't sound English. He just doesn't sound Australian. Whereas like, you know, the fucking. I don't think the sticky fingers sound overly British. It was a real... It's a little bit fucking... It's a little bit. It's a little bit. It's not Oasis English, but it's certainly it's, it's more... It's not like, Oasis English. No, but like, it could be like, it was a fucking... You remember that song? It's a real sunny day. Yeah, it was like, oh, like, I like Saturdays. Just chill and relax. Maybe go to some graph. Just spinning some tracks. I like Saturdays. Or Fridays. Fridays. I like Fridays. That's what it is. Because Fridays, where it's at. I don't know that one. That was like uh, maybe when I was finishing school. I can't remember who fucking did it, but it was like you could sing that with an English accent and you'd probably fucking win the hottest 100. <laughs> you'd go close. You'd go fucking close. What are we saying? Missy ain't the best. Correct. With the greatest respect. On we go. Wadey's on fire. With the greatest respect. Don't get it. I assume. Oh, cricket related? That was the semi final win. Fuck, no, that was, that was like Saturday night, so I don't know what that was about. But I just appreciated the team effort of all coming in for the chorus. Yeah, I okay. didn't hate it. No, I, liked I didn't it. hate that at all. I thought it was a lot of fun. I was just trying to get the, the weighty thing. Yeah. Is it because it rhymed? Is that what they thought it rhymed? Whatever. Oh, weighty, yeah, whatever. Look, let's take it as a comment. Yeah. It's a comment. Moving on. Good energy, though. Good energy from the boys. Great energy. Real come on energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom, Eddie. I'm willing to say that you were spot on about the cop dribbler. In fact, I'm sitting next to him right now, and he's a previous dribbler. In fact, he's a Hall of Fame dribbler. Is he related to Ken from Kensington? Yeah, you're spot on. He is. Tom, Eddie, you know what? The boys can say what they want about you, but you're spot on. You picked up. He's not a pig. He's not a cop. Whatever you say. It's Ken from Kensington. Be soon. Win a manly 13 plus forever. Cheers, boys. Do you, are you? Do you guys? Do you get it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember when we had the fucking the the guy who was pulled over? He was in the Uber. And yeah. He was pulled over by the yeah, cop. Yeah, and yeah, we, yeah, and yeah, the cop yeah. called up and was like, "I yes. just put out." We were saying, "There's no way that was a cop." Yeah. It wasn't a cop. Okay. 
Am I correct, David? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. inference I took yeah. out of it as well. I did not remember the cop yarn. No, thus, I didn't when it started. Thus, I was immediately confused. Again, I was... If you could have seen me in my brain, I was like... You know, in like a room where all your clothes are on the floor and there's one thing you're looking for and you're just throwing shit everywhere. I'm like, where's the fucking yarn that I need for this to, to make sense in my brain? And you found I it. I found it. I didn't. Mm. I ran out of time. I don't think that would shock anyone that the, that guy the, wasn't a cop. No, that was as expected. As expected. As per program. Let's move on. Hey, boys. Uh, MC here. Just, uh, just want to leave a dribble uh, on the back of the chat about the big fellow that was drinking the half dozen or so tostitos at the at the cricket, which is pretty impressive. But like to to, to measure up to my father-in-law, who I've recently moved in with, he's going to have to lift his game because this big unit come to me after I moved in with him. Uh, I'll just get the message up so I put you on loudspeaker. So he told me that he got $63.50 back from his return and earn. And he said that he'd been accumulating that since sometime in June. Now, this was back on September 23rd. So I did some maths. And look, I should tell you he drinks only Coke Zero, and he drinks a little bit of um, Pepsi Max in the two-litre bottle. He doesn't drink anything else. I've never seen him drink anything else other than that and bourbon. And so $63.50, if I allow for, say, 10% of that to be consumed in Pepsi Max in the two-litre bottle, and 90% of it in Coke Zero cans, in that amount of time, since I gave him back to June 1st before I did my calculations, he drank 212 litres of Coke Zero, 126 litres of Pepsi Max. That accumulates to 338 litres in total, and that puts him at around 2.9 to 3 litres of Coke or sugar-free Coke a day. So, Jesus Christ. Mm. That is fucking man gets outrageous. Well, I think he... Call it three litres of cake. Yeah, well, that'll be anyway, too. Thought that was impressive. That is so, impressive. Anyway, um, fill the fish soon. Love you guys. Talk to you. That, that's full on, man. That's a lot of soft drink. A lot of soft drink. My old man's like addicted to fucking soda water. He just, I, I don't know if he even drinks water. He just drinks fucking soda water, which, I don't, which, which ain't good for you. But, it's not? Well, I don't think so. I think water's good for you. Apparently, it's like dehydrating. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because the bubbles. Yeah, a lot of and fucking like soda salt. in it. Yeah, salt. it's like minerally yeah. and salty. Yeah. Oh, is there minerally and salty? So it's not just it's just not carbonated water. Well, the, I don't really understand the difference between like soda water, mineral water, sparkling no, water. No, it's all that. like, that's yeah. probably. You so can what's look the difference between like, okay, oh, difference to. between soda water and <laughs> sparkling water? Dave upset that he has to fucking yeah. yeah. Does like difference between soda water and sparkling water? Because sparkling water surely just carbonated or soda and mineral. Sparkling water. Well, sparkling mineral soda is the sparkling soda. I would have thought sparkling water, soda water, same thing. Mineral water, different. Okay. 
This is giving me seltzer, which is just another term that I don't want to throw into no, the mix. No, no, no. Fuck seltzer. So sparkling water is naturally carbonated. Its bubbles come from a spring or a well, usually naturally occurring So there's natural soda water out there. Yeah. I did not know that existed. Oh, that's either. fucked me up. Sparkling water is natural? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, some of the... And then soda water is artificially carbonated and they add minerals and stuff in there. Yeah, so, okay, so that's going... uh, Could you imagine coming across a well of fucking sparkling water? Going, this is delicious, dude. You're hungover? Let's bring some of this back to the fucking campsite. Are you telling me they don't carbonate it at all? Because that's fucked me up. That's fucked me right up, Eddie. That's fucked us all up. Is that just a shit Dior or is that crazy, no, crazy, yeah. crazy news? So, um, <laughs> so geothermal activity hundreds of feet below the ground heats water and mixes in carbon dioxide gas. Soda Springs gets its name from the naturally carbonated water. The resulting increased pressure contributes to the number of springs and causes geysers when they like shoot up. Holy shit. You reckon that's how SodaStream got their idea? So sparkling water needs to be from these springs? Well, they can't call it... Mate, is so it it's like, like champagne? Champagne from, from champagne. champagne. Yeah, cognac from cognac. Otherwise, bruh, you don't have... You can't lie to me about sparkling. If you're going to offer sparkling on the fucking menu from now on, I'm asking... It needs to be from a soda spring. Which spring did this come from, you fucks? Is this from a soda spring? Yeah. Yes or no? And then, so what? So, well, what's the difference between soda water and mineral water? Yeah. I think mineral water is the same as sparkling water, but I'll check that. They say sparkling mineral water, I think is the term that I've heard. Sparkling mineral water. Oh, this is so confusing. So it said... We need to get a chart Well, yeah, okay. This. It says sparkling mineral water, for example, is naturally carbonated. So the bubbles you see are from the spring it came from. Yes. But you won't find these minerals in regular sparkling water. Okay, so, so mineral water, natural. Mm-hmm. Soda water, not natural. If someone says sparkling water, not natural. Not natural. Not natural. So but, mineral but, but, natural. But sparkling yeah, mineral. mineral. Sparkling mineral is natural. Okay, so the only natural is mineral. Yeah. And sparkling mineral. Yeah. If it's got mineral in it, it's Then natural. it's natural. Sparkling Which, and soda, not natural. Mm-hmm. But soda, wow. they add minerals. They do. Yeah, well, it's not natural. What the fuck's a mineral? That's also a great question. We need to... To understand what, what we're looking at here we need to understand what a mineral is don't pretend is. at home that you know have what been I mean, sitting yeah. there and going oh yeah minerals i know what minerals are no you don't no you don't minerals is the most vague term for things that are in things you know it's like oh yeah the mineral oh, it's got minerals in it. Yeah, yeah. what oh, okay. the cool. fuck's a mineral yeah yeah oi be vaguer be vaguer go on go on i dare to be vaguer is salt a mineral yeah i don't know is sugar a mineral don't know is did mac get a haircut Oh, he certainly brushed. No, it. I think he just had a shower. You said that last week as well. Well, yeah, he, well, he, he combs keeps, his hair. He, he keeps his. I haven't brushed my hair in fucking forty years. Dave, what's a mineral? A mi- okay, so a mineral like this is going to clear it up any better. <laughs> a, a mineral is a naturally occurring inorganic element or compound having an orderly internal structure and characteristic chemical composition, crystal form, and physical properties. What's inorganic mean? That it's not natural. Uh. Great question. So it says minerals differ from rocks, which are naturally occurring solid compounds of one or more minerals. So minerals are basically what make up rocks and shit like that. And atoms. No, atoms smaller than minerals. Atoms yeah. make up minerals, which will make up rocks. 
And so it says they have to have some sort of physical properties, like a crystal form. So mm-hmm. it's not like a gas. It's like where you get the sparkle from it. Yeah, like a gas can't be a mineral because you can't see it. It doesn't really have like physical properties. Mm. Okay, thank you for that. I think they're like water, now, water diamonds. Water, okay, what other minerals are there though? So seven types of minerals. Yes, here we go. Silicates, oxides, sulfates, sulfides, carbonates, native elements, and halides. Okay. Okay, now we're starting to really understand what we're talking about here. Now we're there. Now we're, now we're Do they really ever take the minerals out of water? Well, I think that would just be a waste of effort because there's already mineral-less water that happens in the earth. Okay. I mean, he gave you an attitude, but he's not making a bad point. He gave me attitude. Yeah, but he was making a good point. Well, he made an assumption. Does he know that to be true? I mean, that's oh, also a great point. I wonder if you can pay a premium for like fresh water that's been demineralized, so it was mineral water. Would no, it be any not. better? I don't know. I think, I think it's probably time for us to move I on. Think, I think so. I was going to say, let's move the fuck on. What's up, motherfucker? What's up? <laughs> fucking beautiful Saturday morning here in uh, God's country, the sunshine. Oh, Jesus, that's fucking insane. The sunshine state. Boys, just driving along the road, it got me thinking. What cars do you two actually have? So I know you're interested in big U, whatever. I'm thinking Tom, Tom's probably a Hyundai Gets kind of operator. That's not really Gets, bro. Bit of a gimp car. Love Tom's storytelling, but bit of a gimp car. (laughs) Eddie, what do you have? I reckon maybe, I don't know, some pretentious kind of car, I reckon. They all reckon Tom's more pretentious, but... I reckon Eddie probably has more pretentious car. I don't know, maybe a Chrysler or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, Tom's a Gets operator and Eddie's a, a Chrysler operator. Maybe a Saab. I don't know. I know you love Jason Saab, but trying to trying to be rich when you're not, something like that. That's what I reckon Eddie has. <laughs> but yeah, as I said, it got me thinking. What? So let's let's put some bloody cars on NRL teams. So let's say the Tigers have a. I don't know. Nissan Micra, maybe something a little shitbox. Let's 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 get the uh, juices flowing and put um, some names on NRL, some car names. Sorry, fuck, I'm a bit bounced out. Some car names on NRL teams. All right, get it going. Let me know what you think. Fuck, I, I do miss Frog a lot too. Where is Frog? See boys, enjoy. Car names on NRL teams. You know those tiny like like those. Smart cars? Smart cars. Who's the smart car? Pathetic. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good question. Who's the most pathetic side in the NRL? Tigers. Yeah. So they're the smart they car. They've got to be a smart car. Just pointless. Point, completely, complete waste of time. Yeah, waste of time. <sighs> I have been butchered as well as a car. The car has been reduced to nothing more than a smart car. Mother, yeah, exactly. Like the club was once great. And now it's now a fucking to like a smart car. Yeah. Um, manly. I mean, it's it depends on what car you like to decide how great of a car Manly is. You know what I mean? Because like... You've also got to be a car guy. You do. To start railing off cars. And you know what I'm not? A car guy. I'm not a car Guess guy. Guess what, Tom? What? Funny you should say that. Mm. I'm also not a car guy. Like I would just be defaulting to like the ones that I that I know are like fucking. You know what I mean? You got to have car in your system, yeah. in your blood, yeah. to sit here and pick sixteen cars off the cuff. Off the cuff. 
that relates specifically to the side yeah. in the NRL. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be up front with the punter and the dribbler. It's a task too tall for it me. It is. I'm, in, I'm actually going to push it back onto the dribbler. 100%. You make it, and then we'll, if it's funny enough, we'll post it. But we'll post I'm it. not, I don't, my dad and my brother, car guys, bond over cars, and then I sit sort of just like outside of the conversation whenever they're talking about it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I can't help you. Can't help. Stick to, stick to what you know. You were spot on though. I do drive a Getz <laughs> and Eddie does drive a Saab. Spot on. That was shocking. He actually nailed it. He nailed it. That's why we fell so I silent. actually did own a Chrysler and then I sold that and bought a Saab. Yeah. And I've had a Getz basically for 15 years. You've had that Getz for ages. Yeah, I have. Too. As long as we've known each other, I've had the Getz. I love that Getz. Hey, look. It, it gets, gets you from you A to B. A. Oh, there you go. go. On we go. Let's move on. That moustache is immense. Hey, boys. Big freight dribbler here. Just want to weigh in with a, a brushes with lame from the from the bond chat. Now it wasn't myself, but my old man was sitting at the bar at the Qantas Lounge at LAX a few years back, just you know, warming into a gin and tonic before a long flight. And um, James James Bond himself of Daniel Craig fame comes up, stands next to him, and says something like, "I'll have what he's having." And at this point, Dad's just fucking shitting himself, like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, is that is that James Bond?" And eventually, old mate bartender gives him the drink, and and Dan turns to the old man and says something like, "Yeah, it is me," and then gives him a fucking wink, and then just walks off. <laughs> anyway, boys, just want to say thank you so much for doing what you guys do. It fucking certainly makes the working week go a lot a lot quicker. Fifteen and manly always thirteen plus. Cheers. What a nice young man finishing that off there with just a little thank you. That was really beautiful sweet. young man. Yeah, beautiful young man. A respectful young man who's been yeah. reared properly. Yeah. His parents you know, have done a terrific yeah, job. He's, he's a credit to his parents. He's a credit to his parents, um, to his friends, to his upbringing. Yeah, that's pretty fucking hectic, Daniel Craig. I heard a similar story about Bill Murray and it was like something to do with like in a New York bar or some shit and he's just walked into a bar off the street or into a house party, something fucking... And he's sort of gone behind the bar to wherever the drinks are, taken one, and then someone's looking at him. And he just goes up behind this guy and just goes, "No one will ever believe you." And then just like cracks a beer and walks out. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Now that could be some fucking, you know, wives' tale. Wives' tale. But I like to believe that it's true, much like I like to believe that this Daniel Craig one is as well. I. Never really gave a shit about this interaction I had, but it was one where I was like, who is that who I fucking think it is? But it wasn't really a starstruck because I was very young when the movie came out. But Dolph Lundgren, who was mm-hmm. Ivan Drago and Rocky, I was, fly- I was flying fucking somewhere. We're lining up to get on the plane and I'm just like, the, the, it was delayed or something. And I'm just standing next to Ivan Drago. I didn't realise. And it's just like, it's getting delayed and we're looking at each other. We're both like, what the fuck's going on here? Like just sharing that sort of like, we're both mutually pissed off about this thing. And then he's turned to me and asked me a question. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like just a real, and then I'm saying, I'm like, wait a minute. Is that fucking, holy shit. It's fucking Ivan Drago. I didn't bring it up with him, but I was also like, I kind of had to stop the conversation there because now that I knew I wasn't going to be able to play it as cool as I was, it would have been would have been awkward so you got out ahead i got out ahead yeah. so he's gone this guy probably doesn't know the fuck i am or if he does what a cool guy he doesn't fucking you know he's i'm, I'm ivan drago but i also just i'm a man just want to live my life it's a human being yeah 
trying to go about his business. Just to go about his business, get on a fucking flight. Anyway. On we go. Tom, Eddie, Dio Dave, it's Tommy P, the Jubilee here. Just had a fucking massive night and have a absolute gut load of blokes in me. I'm just going to let you know, I've been listening to your fucking potties, and to be honest with you, you're missing something at the start there. I'm not going to lie. You need a little bit of something to get the punter and dribbler fucking absolutely throwing for you. So, it's 4am in the morning, I am absolutely shit-faced, and I have come up with a fucking jingle to get you guys going. Right? Bear with me. Let me know what you fucking think. Hello, 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 sport. On the field or on the court. Punt and dribble to the grave. Tom, Eddie and the old Dave. Turning up to make your day. So turn it and be amazed. Let me know what you fucking think. I like it, dude. Right? Be soon. And fuck knows when I'm going to bed. Catch again. I like that. Hang on, we gotta just well, listen to. So we should almost <laughs> put that bit in. We gotta listen to at least the start of his second dribble. At the front. Um, you can tell me when to cut this whenever, but I thought it's worth hearing. Boys, I am so fucking pissed right now. I can't even remember if I fucking actually sang the jingle to you, Ken. <laughs> so I'm gonna fucking do it again, right? Hello, 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 sport on the field or on, on the court. court. Punt and dribble to the grave. Tom, Eddie, and the old Dave turning up to make your day. So turn it up and be amazed. I think that's what you can't need. Jesus Christ. I'd like to so have that. Turn it up and be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like for that to be recorded for us so we can, you know, but like with that guy's voice on it. Just someone put some music underneath it. I'm looking at you, Finacharia. Who else do we look to? We don't look to anyone else. Yeah, they're all fucking hopeless except him. Um, I loved it. Save that, Dave. Mm-hmm. Cool. Into this fucking well of shit that we just save things we never look at yeah. again. Um, let's go. No pun is... Boys are in the midst of a lower Larry Ender, a.k.a. the Bender. <laughs> And the question is, Manly Seagulls, 2008, or Manly Seagulls, 2011, what's the best pick? 2008, 40 nil. 2011, a fucking goat team. Do you think? I think you'd have to say 2008. He's, uh, he's asking the better side. 2008. Yeah. 2008, beating a cheating storm, 40 nil. Um, a retiring Beaver scoring. Yeah, exactly. Like the 2011, obviously was good, but we beat the Warriors with the greatest respect. Um, who like just had it over the Storm? I think they beat them to get in the grand final. Yeah, Sean Johnson. Yeah, just kind of fucked us. Um, Sean Johnson was on a hot streak, but like the 2008 side was like we'd lost in 2007 to the cheating Storm, and then 2008 Storm still cheating their fucking purple assholes off. And we've just gone, oh, okay, we've now ascended to this level of, like, untouchability where it's like we're now the greatest fucking team to potentially ever be assembled. And we just pounded and pounded and pounded them into the earth. It was the fucking one of the great, the greatest game of all time, you'd probably argue. 40-0. Yeah. Against a side 
that cheated, like probably well, the greatest as cheating prolifically yeah. as any team has ever cheated. Yeah, we were better than everyone else ever at cheating. You, you were can't deny che- that. Well, that's not well, not really. Not well, well, you got te- caught. So if anyone else is doing it, like the Roosters, well, and they other don't get people caught. Have got caught and fined, and they haven't won. Well, the whole so- salary cap sombrero at the Roosters is the biggest joke in the NRL, and they don't seem to get caught, Dave. Yeah, they have fucking okay. four hundred bloody internationals yeah. in their side. If you get caught, you didn't cheat very well. No, I think they, I think we can all acknowledge that. That's such a fucking D or Dave attempt at success when when being unsuccessful, yeah. losing the grand final, being caught cheating, scumbag fucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the fuck I put this dribble in in the first place. And yeah, you were silly turn into Dave. this. Yeah. Silly, silly. Yeah, let's move on before I embarrass myself more. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else still got that song in their head? <laughs> hello, hello. Da, da, da. On the field and on, on the, the court. Grave. Punt and dribble to the grave with Tom, Eddie mm-hmm. and Dior Dave. Dave. <laughs> turn up and be amazed. Boys, fucking... Bit of Friday night dribble for you. Uh, the concrete dribble here. Uh, just in the main street of me town, Coolum Beach, and fucking me and me mate just pull up to this intersection about to get on the main road. Just have this old fella just fucking come, Oi, this is a pedestrian crossing. you got to let, let pedestrians go. And we're just like, what the fuck? He full comes up to the window, swings at me mate. Me mate blocks it. I jump straight out of the car. Like, Oi, what, what are you doing, you old cunt? And he all runs over, gets in your face, ready to go. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, not a lot. You just, you can't be hitting blokes. So I just wanted to know, like, would you hit a 70-year-old if he's right in your face, like, ready to punch on? Like, I couldn't do it. He's like, I'm not up for that. But I just want to get you guys thoughts. How should I handle the situation? I just got back in the car and obviously yelled out a bit of fucking dribble on the way out of there. But yeah. Good on you, boys. Tom would have. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think I would have. I'm not a, I'm not a brawler. But I mean, like, it also probably depends on the physical condition of the seventy-year-old. Am I protecting someone? Is Greg Norman seventy? He'd be close. He's in pretty good nick. Would you punch on with him? Like someone that looked like him? Again, it's like if I know they're 70, I'm not punching on. But if it's like they look like they're in relatively – like Greg Norman could just be some like aggressive dad. But also that guy, I'm assuming, didn't ask the guy's age, so he looks 70. Yeah. If he looks 70, you don't punch on with somebody who looks 70. And if you think that you can easily beat the fuck out of someone, that's probably – you probably shouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Unless they're like legitimately coming at you. But again, I don't think you need to beat the fuck out of someone. I was driving the other day on the weekend – Saturday. And we're in traffic coming down like New South Head Road in Sydney and to go in the tunnel. And I heard like some beeping. It was a bit trafficy, and there was like a truck and there was beeping and shit, but nothing like it wasn't to do with us. And then this truck is driving behind. It's like coming up my ass and then uh, like flying past to overtake and it's just it's driving so erratically like it was actually scary i'm two babies in the car and stuff and so i'm like just staying the fuck away and i'm watching it at the front darting between lanes like it's such a big car like cutting in and it was just fucking crazy and it was like this guy's like a real danger he then hooks it all the way across from the left from the right all the way to the left lane slams on his brakes so he's man he's been chasing this car 
slams on his brakes so that the car behind him can't go, stops and he gets out. And I am not joking, the most intimidating looking human being I have ever seen. He's getting out to abuse a woman in her car. I think, to be honest, this woman was actually lucky she was a woman in that. Otherwise, it would have been He would have been punching on had it not been. This guy got out in jeans, no shirt, skinhead, neck tattoos, fucking jacked to the tits, dude. Jacked. It had nothing to do with me. I was three lanes away and I was like, oh, shit, don't look at me. Like, he was terrifying. And I'm in there with my wife and two children being emasculated by a guy who doesn't want anything to do with me. I'm just, we're both looking like, holy fuck. He looked exactly like he was driving. He looked like it he was like- exactly like a bloke that would do that. Yes. It was like, oh, this guy. And if it was a bloke- Where were you? Like right next to the BP coming down uh, New South Head Road before you hit the tunnel. So you got rush cutters on your left. Yep. On your right, sorry, you got Sydney grammar like fields and yep. shit on your right, on your left. And he's just Fucking pulled up there. Right. Middle he, of dude, he stopped. So he's gone just past the petrol station, yeah, 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 stopped, got out, and he's walking around standing at the fucking car. You're going psycho, going psycho. And this woman's going psycho. I had him back. I'm like, wow, let's get out of here. Heck, dick. Yep. Road rage, baby. It's Road real. rage. Roid rage, I think that one was. Uh, how much? How many more we got, Dave? Uh, we got a few still. No, nah, no, nah, let's just do one more. All right, this is a good one. Hey, Tom, Eddie, uh, son of Schmitto here. Just wanted to bring the attention of all hunters and drivers and yourselves, mainly Tom, uh, just to the fact that on December 5th, I believe, is the ultimate uh, rematch of Schmitto and Tom Birmingham. Uh, Schmitto's ready. He's, he's in career best form, coming off his maiden 50 retired uh, yes, last match and a tutor. So he's ready. I hope you're ready, Tom. It's going to be a great day. Cheers. Goodbye. So for those of you that don't know, obviously you're aware of the Thick Ropes County 11 now, but uh, it, the last summer, when you talk about bashing 70-year-olds, I basically bashed a 70-year-old, but in the cricketing sense. Schmicko, uh, you know, an older gentleman playing cricket with his son. The boys are really good as well. Like they were, they were nice dudes. Um, but I just happened to basically hit an 18 ball 50 almost exclusively off Schmicko, who was the oldest guy on the team and had one of his worst days, I think. Not exactly. It was, they were coming off the bat real good. Um, but so I, I, I think we're obviously still in the same comp, so I think this is what he's talking about. He's got a rematch with Schmicko coming up. Schmicko, a bit of an operator. He was sending in, we saw, seen videos of him doing beer bongs and shit, haven't we? He seems like a bit of a fucking... Yeah, yeah. A wild think, man. Yeah, that's right. Good to hear he's in form though, Eddie. December 5, that might be, maybe we fucking pump that one up, get the P's and D's down. I think we'll have to pump that up because it's the rematch we've all waited for. Yeah. Birmingham versus Schmicko 2. <laughs> I'm pumped. We should all be pumped. We'll yeah. be down there. Yeah. Um, well, at least the punter and the dribbler should get down there. <laughs> You're not coming? Well, it's the day after a wedding. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to make it. I think, yeah, I think we can get him down there, punters and dribblers. And a hungover Eddie is actually a better version, so <laughs> you might actually be in luck. Um, I think that's us. That's us. We're done. Goodbye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore?